0: Hey, if you'd like to help us keep You Hate Movies on the podcast airwaves, there's a few ways you can support us. If you want to go big, you can go to patreon.com slash movies, and for the price of a cup of coffee every month, you can get bonus episodes straight to your podcast app every single month. If you want to do something that's quick and free and easy, you can go to the Apple Podcast app and leave a glowing review of You Hate Movies. Believe it or not, this helps a lot. And while you're at it, you might as well follow us on all the social media outlets at movies. Thanks. On to the show. Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Your resident expert cinephiles have finally compiled their list of their top 10 favorite movies of 2021, the definitive list of the year. Ordinarily, this is my uh, favorite You Hate Movies episode of the year, of the You Hate Movies year, but uh, I got a bad feeling. It's not going to go well tonight. No, I don't think that it's
1: across the board going to go poorly, it's, but Tyler's
0: over here still making his list. Before I hit record, he just said his list was incomplete.
1: There's an ominous shadow over this whole
0: episode. No, there's not. Why? Maybe on yours. Maybe on your portion.
1: Matt over here doesn't even know what the films this year even are. Patrick over here is putting kids' movies on his list.
2: <laughs> I just
1: said I saw a
0: kid's movie. Neither of
2: these accusations yeah. are true. Yeah. Tyler just got I think
1: done Ty Patrick, really Patrick was just going on and on about how much she loves that Jennifer Garner movie where she has to say yes all day. She was magical. <laughs>
0: I don't know what you guys are talking 13 about. 13 going on 30? <laughs> I never heard of this. Yes day. She's yeah. always the mom that says no to everything. So the kids challenge her to say yes to everything. And on the want, journey, they all so learn something yes, each It's yes man,
3: I didn't want my kids man to but see it. for families. I didn't want yeah. them to think that we would do that or something.
2: No, that's true. You don't want to yep.
1: instill that. And Matt over here doesn't even get the, the play on words about the uh, hot new Ben Affleck film. Tender Bar. The Tender Bar. Like Matt, the bartender. Get it. I do thought you get it was.
2: It? I do, but I initially, I genuinely thought it was about a place you went to get chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be weird. That sure. be I, no,
0: place. that makes sense.
2: It's the Tender Bar, as in right. the bar where they serve the exactly. tenders. Exactly. Oh yeah, let's go to the Tender Bar. They've got all all kinds of tenders, maybe various that is. dipping sauces.
0: Is
3: that what it's about? We haven't seen it. I before. don't know.
0: Maybe. <laughs> so this is the episode where we uh, offer our own personal. Expert, cinephile, professional movie critic, top ten list of the year. Uh, We've got Patrick on the show Yeah, I'm here Tyler's here, obviously Hey Matt Hughes is back with us Hey, guys Abby Porter is here Mm -hmm. And I'm Josh, and I'm here Uh, Bethany, I want everyone to know Was supposed to be here And we got a text from her this morning Saying, y'all, I just can't do it, y'all I got a guest I got to entertain Now listen here, everybody (laughs) That's your son (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's bad
0: Yeah, I'm not from the South I am so, so sorry, y'all But I can't do it we would really have liked to know what her list is, and in fact, Matt replied to her and said, "Oh man, he was being all nice and cordial." He said, "Oh man, I'm so disappointed. I really wanted to hear your list. Was Spencer on it? He's, you know, he's just inquiring a basic question. She and she did
1: the Bethy, and she ignored him, it just yeah. ice cold.
3: Dang, I was hoping she would at least send her list so we could read that it. That'd
1: have been great. This poor man, he chose the one most English film on the whole. Yeah, l- list like, for the year. Oh,
0: I wanted to hear you your list." Like. Was it British?
1: Now tell me about Princess Di.
2: I just feel like it's a movie that Bethany probably would. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, she did. Look, <laughs> she's into here's the royalty why. and stuff. There like was that. a time, I think it might have been twenty seventeen, where she made a list that included movies she hadn't seen yet. Yeah, and she put I, Joy
0: on there because she had a good feeling about it. And then it. she went <laughs> to see
2: Joy and absolutely hated it. And I, sometimes that will just arise in my mind and bring me ironically so much joy that's funny because just last night or no this
0: morning when i got the text from bethany i was about to walk out the door for work and i told abby i says to abby i says oh man bethany's not coming that's a bummer Uh, because her lists are usually funny. And I said, like, remember, when she put Joy on her list, even though she hadn't seen it, then she ended up seeing it and not liking it. (laughs) It's
2: One of my favorite stories. I love
0: it. And then Abby rightly pointed out, she's like, yeah, that's true, but lately here on You Hate Movies, uh, Bethany is asleep halfway through the recording, (laughs) and we have to (laughs) to shake her to say words. (laughs) And she'll be like, it's 10 o'clock, y'all, I'm tired. I had to get up at 8 a.m. And I've been at work for seven hours today.
1: That's your southern accent.
2: (laughs) 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 That's my bad thing. Man, it's really, really good that she doesn't listen to these. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. She doesn't.
0: Y'all, I'm tired. I've been at work all day. (laughs) Yeah, she'll never hear that. (laughs) (laughs) She said, no. I turned it off. Blue people, I turned it off. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast already, but some people came up to me. I was in a public situation. This is a true story. People came up to me and said, like, oh, man, we really love You Hate Movies, which you know I never get tired of hearing. I'm like, oh, of course, of course. You want me to sign your Blu-ray copies or something like that of Mac and Me? And uh, anyway, they were telling me how they they these people authentically enjoyed listening to you hate movies, and they were like, "Yeah, we quote it to each other all the time. We we pick up on y'all's vernacular and we reuse it." Oh, so imagine how flattered I was to hear this. I said, "Really? Like what?" They said, oh, we just started saying, I turned it off about anything in life that we don't like. So do we. was actually telling us a story this morning about how she turned off a movie because she yeah. didn't want to watch it. So she's sticking to that whole bad review of Soul. What was it? She's like, no. What was it she was saying? They were, she tried to watch
1: 8th Grade and she said, I turned, oh, it, off. I yeah. turned it off. No, She I didn't like 8th Grade. She loves Pen15 but couldn't do 8th Grade. I would have if I had not
0: been in the theater, I would have turned eighth grade off. I turned it off in my heart and mind. But that's a movie from many years ago. And this is the best top 10 movies of 2021. So we're going to do it like we always do. If you're new to this episode, here's how it goes. We're going to tell you guys uh, what our biggest disappointment was, followed by our honorable mention, which Tyler loves to ruin the fun of and just point out that it's really number 11. Yeah, And then we're going to go through... Is that a, true? Is that what I do? Yeah, you always there go. So it's essentially number 11. That's my title. He's like, it's <laughs> number grubble. 11, y'all.
1: <laughs> I don't say y'all.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then we'll go through our top 10 movies. But before all that, you have to explain how you compiled your list. Patrick, how did you make your list this year? I do a balance of uh, first-time viewing, enjoyment of the first-time viewing, and stickiness. And that, to me overshadows uh quality per se you know because there's By some quality you mean like uh objective film craftsmanship yeah there will be some movies on this list that i'm sure we all have they'll be like well obviously that movie would be in the top 100 movies of all time over something else but i had more fun with it it meant more than you know that kind of thing so It's a very strong balance of first viewing and stickiness, which made a very interesting and strange list that surprised me. Hmm. Tyler, how'd you make your list? Uh, Aside from 30 seconds ago. Yeah, how are you currently making your list? Did you finish it?
1: Listen, I'm I'm writing my list based on instinct, that raw, natural talent I have. He's closing his eyes
0: to say this. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that raw natural talent I have to really distill a movie to his essence that uh, that, that <sighs> now there's hand gestures you guys <laughs> just can't you really need to understand what's happening I think in you here. still have time to think of more movies for that ability list. to cri- critique something so poignantly <laughs> um, that's really what's uh, what's what's um, inspiring my list honestly this this list is is not like years in the past uh this 2021 also was not like years in the past i did not see as many movies as i'd like to have seen and the movies i did see i found myself bored you know i was looking for something new looking for something unique uh and the the films the films that made my list this is when betty would fall asleep (laughs) And I can't. I can't blame my- <laughs> it. The films Hollywood on my list just wasn't
0: on Tyler's level this year.
1: The films on my list, I guarantee, half of them are not on yours, but there's something unique about them. I feel like. Well, my if, name's if, Tyler, and I'm really esoteric. I'm really esoteric, and my name is Tyler. Now listen, <laughs> <laughs> he got you, Matt. Dang, <laughs> sure did. I feel like the criteria lately, when it comes to movie watching, is. If I can be halfway through a film and not know what's coming next, I really appreciate that. So many films are just like a formula these days. And if I can't guess where this is going to end, there's something more exciting about it. And I feel like the films that ended up on my top 10 based on my like instinct here are the ones that left me guessing. So that's that is kind of what uh, you just needed something fresh in your life. This I needed, year. I really needed something fresh. Mm. We've gone through a rough season in life as uh, as a human race. So something fresh really mm. felt nice for me, and okay. that's that's where I am this year. The spice it's, of life is a is a bit of spice and freshness and unexpectedness. Mm. Matt over here is just doing more of the same, carrying on as usual. You wanted you wanted the just to
0: uphold the status quo this year. I don't
2: know, I don't I don't know what the status quo is. He's Max
0: <laughs> Status Quo Hughes up in this place. That's your middle name. That's terrible. I know, That's my parents terrible. really hated me. That's a terrible middle How'd name. How would you make your list this year?
2: <laughs> this year I made my list, uh, much like Patrick. Though stickiness is a core part of um, the the films that i've chosen however there's also an aspect to me of did this film if i'd heard of it before because there's someone here that i just kind of happened upon and was like that's amazing if i went into it with hype did the film meet up to or exceed my hype and if so it earned a place on my list
1: wow that is a lot of expectation
2: yeah that's how i live my life (laughs) <laughs> Regularly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So imagine how
2: satisfied he is to not be disappointed at every blue movie. Yeah, it's amazing. And he's got to honor those uh, movies. sweet, sweet taste of heaven.
0: Um, Abby was desperate to complete her list, and she was telling me just a couple nights ago that she was going to end up having a movie or two on it that she didn't even like because uh, she was disappointed by a lot of the movies
1: she Does saw. Does your list have at least ten? Yeah. She saw more than ten. That's good.
3: I saw like 25.
1: Remember that one year you only saw 11 movies?
3: hmm Yeah. This is kind of like that year, except I saw more movies. And <laughs> yeah,
4: that's <laughs> the oh. difference. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. That's the idea of... <laughs> that's one obvious way. Numbers. Not the same.
3: Um, <clears throat> how did I make my list? How'd you make your list? Oh, yeah. Thanks for asking. Uh, I made my list based on what I liked
1: <laughs> okay So you liked what you liked
3: I liked what I liked That
1: is totally original You're hearing that here first
3: Did I like it? It's on my list Did no. I not like it? It's not on my list That's oh, brilliant
1: there you go. Brilliant There you go You
0: can't argue with that. That's the people's list yeah. Right That's gut reaction That's
2: the purest
1: list She liked what it's she a liked It's list
0: uh, I ended up going the same way this year Honestly I Was looking like I always do. I mean, I make them the same way as probably everybody's trying to sound (laughs) original, but we do the same crap every year. It's always stickiness and being surprised and whether or not you like it. I'm original this year. Oh, right, right. Tyler's different, but the rest of us are the same. I'm the
1: same. Yeah. Stickiness, first impressions. Listeners are definitely bored with the rest of you, especially Matt. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but they when Tyler spoke up, oh my God, something fresh and original. <laughs> no, they, I, they quite like me, I think.
3: Uh, I, I'm the people's people.
0: You're the people's people, huh? Adam, mm-hmm. the, pe- the purple people eater. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at the end of the day, you're you're looking at some of these things, and like Patrick said, you're like, well, I mean, one of these is definitely uh, probably more respectable long term. But by God, I just liked this one better, so I'm going to put them in the order that I liked them. Mm-hmm. And then I always—I don't know about you guys, but I feel like uh, maybe the the top ones, with the exception of one or two that you feel like could go anywhere, the top ones are a little easier to figure out. And then when you get to the bottom, you're just like, ah, geez, I kind of thought this would be on here, but it's going to have to be one or the other. And then you yep. just, you know, you do a Sophie's choice because that's how important this list is. That's how high it's the, the same stakes as are.
2: Killing a kid,
0: Patrick. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many mini- movies you saw in 2021? Yep. How many? Uh, that were 2021 movies Yes 56. 56 56 movies To choose from And you narrowed them down to 10 Of those 56 movies You watched in 2021 Which movie Disappointed you the most Your biggest Uh-oh. disappointment Uh-oh. This was an easy pick for me uh, Yeah what is it Army of the Dead Uh yeah That, that was disappointing more. Right This is like uh, Right around where we live The theaters were opening up again Yeah when Sachs COVID Snyder was over For movie. two weeks Yep yeah. And uh, he has you know, like, he's like, there's just a couple of theaters in the country that's going to play it at the theaters for a minute before it goes to Netflix. Right. And the, there was one in our town. The night before, or the, yeah, the night before it debuted on Netflix. <laughs> right. So we chased it down. Really? Our yeah.
3: small town happened to happen.
0: Yeah. Our I tiny mean. town of Portland, Oregon. But there was there's only one theater in Portland doing it. That's true. It. Yeah, Instead that's of like true. all the indie ones, it was one of the. We had to go ones. by that sketchy Walmart. Yeah, it was a chain. Mm-hmm. It was the Cinemark. I it a think Cinemark. it was only in Cinemarks. So. Uh huh. But. We were all pumped. I was super excited, and then the opening was really cool, and then it just was gone and we're Zack Snyder loyalist? Yeah, we're like, yeah, heck yeah, we'll be there. He's making a zombie movie, you know this it should have been should have been better. I was disappointed, the most disappointed. Tyler, what was your biggest disappointment this year?
1: Uh, well, how many movies do you see?
0: You can also do biggest ball of crap if that's what you yeah okay preference? let
1: me see how many did i see i saw 10 20 30 40, four. 44 44 you know does it feel do you just hate being
0: outdone by someone already usually that's how many know, did do you see patrick 56
1: yeah let's see i can't keep up with that Yep,
3: that's more than one a week
1: uh, F nine was garbage. You know, I had I, I, I you know I really speak up for the fast franchise. Yeah, you, you do. do. You a really do. Yeah. Your fast franchise. Uh, I think that we, so. we all need to be witness to the spectacle that is the Rock. And don't start talking about the zombie cars. <laughs> man, you haven't even seen the zombie cars. You know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I heard a lot. Army of the Dead was not good. You know what sucked? And this is going to hurt Patrick. Mortal Kombat was real garbage. <laughs> Why would that hurt you? I want you yeah. to feel Patrick that.
0: Patrick was the apologist. He just you kept telling me when I was a watch masterpiece. It. Yeah,
1: I, I hold you personally accountable. Sub-Zero goes on a journey. Um, and if, true, I'm being, right? if I'm being real, real, real... <laughs> just say something, man. <laughs> I thought A Quiet Place Part 2 was a bit disappointing. It felt like A Quiet Place... Episode two to us a, a show that could be great, but is fronting as a movie franchise. I have a question about Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. While it's in your mind, yeah, I don't care enough to answer Mortal Kombat. Now, stupid. come on,
0: I need to know about this.
1: Uh-huh. You guys all saw Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I right? seen it. So
0: the other day, I was trying to explain it to my kid. He's somehow we were somewhere and he saw Mortal Kombat characters, and he's like, "Oh, isn't that that game?" He's seen us playing it at the arcade before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a game. And uh, I was like, yeah, there's this one character. Um, he's cool. He looks like a ninja, but inside he's like a lizard or something. Uh, talking about the character of Reptile from the Mortal Kombat games. Yeah, the, the forearms. Yeah, he's fascinated. No, that's Goro. Oh, he that's was suddenly Goro. fascinated because sure. he's really into Reptiles. No whoa, whoa, tell me yeah. more. And I realized I don't really understand what the heck Reptile is. I was like, I don't know, but he's, there's a new movie, and he's in it, I think. And uh, he said, is it cool? And I said, I don't know. I didn't see it. Is he cool? Is reptile cool in the Mortal Kombat movie? Well, doesn't he turn into a full-on dinosaur? I think I saw a screenshot or something. If you're if you're setting the level of just like how cool Mortal Kombat is, then sure, he, <laughs> he was a he was a cooler part in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you agree, Matt?
2: <laughs> yeah. But okay,
0: great. Thanks. Mortal for Kombat's me. worth a watch, y'all. This that one.
2: opening sequence is something else.
3: Oh yeah, I did watch that. Like the
0: opening sequence Mm
3: -hmm.
2: no joke it's a solid opening sequence to a movie What
0: wasn't uh, worth a watch Matt what was your biggest disappointment or Uh, ball of
2: crap my biggest disappointment was uh, last night in Soho Hmm. by Edgar Wright I as people may remember from previous episodes have been an Edgar Wright fan defending Baby Driver when it came out oh you saw last night in Soho I saw it it was no good it was. I, I was really sad uh, about how bad it was. That's too bad. Yeah, it, it was too good. bad. The trailer it, looks good. I mean, that's the thing. Stylistically, it was awesome. The concept was cool in like a classic archetype of a story that I don't want to spoil. Um, but the execution was just not. Is it Fight Club? Not great. Yeah, it's a Fight Club. It's a it's an Anya Taylor Joy Fight Club. Mm-hmm. It's not a Fight Club. Um, Yeah, and I was bummed out. The other movie that I wanted to be a lot better than it was, was Black Widow. Because I like spy movies and I like Marvel movies and they have done good spy Marvel movies like Cap 2. is a phenomenal... With Black Widow in it? With Black Widow in it. And my issue with Black Widow is it was edited really poorly. And you know in like a good Uh, kung fu action movie... You have like, you know when like Je- uh, Matt Damon's killing that guy with a pen in the Jason Bourne movie? Or totally. like John Wick is killing people with guns all over?
1: Knives. It's like a I n- like to think of him stabbing people on the top of the head right. with knives.
2: But it's like a nice wide shot and you can see what's going on and it doesn't cut every two seconds. And Black Widow, it the was born close The Bourne ins.
1: franchise is, is built on cuts.
2: It's handheld, but it's not like you don't cut... Before you see a punch land, and then you're suddenly from a different angle, and you don't understand, and the cameras moved more than mm. 180. Okay. It was some weird camera decisions that meant it wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But How I many movies you see? How I saw 57. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I saw 58. I saw 58. <laughs>
0: Nah, man, you didn't <laughs> see other many. I Abby, mean, what disappointed you the most?
1: Or Biggest Ball of Crap. Mm. I disagree with Black Widow over here. I feel like her origin story film is among the best of all the Marvel origin story films. Oh my That's God, you're being ridiculous. That's the stupidest man. thing, thing being, I've heard. He's laughing over here. He's smiling You're yeah. <laughs> being Are you kidding me? It's better crap. than... It's better than... Uh, None <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah? Let's it's hear it. It's better than Thor 1. Not true. It's better than... I want to say it's better than the first Avenger. You are oh, a no. drunkard. He's being it's be silly. And it's better silly. than the
0: Hulk. No. It's better. No, it's than not. We can, <laughs> I don't know. We, we can say that her sister
2: stole the show, right? Heck yeah. She was yeah. fantastic. Florence Pugh is amazing. And oh, also, yeah. I love a bad Russian accent, and that movie was Abby, riddled Abby, with give them. us
1: your best Russian accent.
3: No. <laughs>
1: she, she considered it for a
0: second. Yeah. What was your biggest disappointment and or ball of crap?
3: Um biggest ball of crap I saw is definitely Barb and Star out oh, Somewhere or something Visit like that. Visit Del Mar. Visit Del yeah. Mar. That was, was really bad. I love Kristen Wiig It I was pissed that it was a movie <laughs> wow. that I had to watch. Actually angry. <laughs> Actually pissed. Um I enjoyed it. No. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I,
0: let me let me take a, a tiny a tangent to explain the the situation in which we were made to watch this movie. So uh Black
1: Widow's better than <laughs> Captain Marvel.
0: It is better than Captain Marvel. It's
1: better than Black Panther.
3: Uh, what? I, no.
1: No,
0: no. No Black,
3: no. Black Panther yes. at least
2: is shot well. Black Panther's got a better bad guy. Black Widow Taskmaster. Agreed agreed uh, killmonger on. is Pheromones. one of the best <laughs> <Pheromones>. bad guys <laughs> that's that mind control smell <laughs> yeah. anyway
0: we had just watched the little things this was uh, at the beginning of 2021 uh it was at our monthly movie club and we were kind of left desiring we didn't have a choice we ha- we had not selected a second movie and we're actually just scrolling through options when we saw Barb and Star. And Mike says to the group, he says, I, I just watched that last night. I would watch it again with you guys. Now, everyone immediately Mike, interprets uh. this to mean it's so good and so funny that he's already, you know, excited to see it a second time. But I, I immediately felt suspicious. So I was like, was it good? And he, Mike just kept looking at me and saying things like, I was like, Wow. And everyone else wasn't hearing it. They were going, oh, heck yeah, we're about to crack up, put this movie on. I was like, guys, listen to what Mike's actually saying. Mike, was it good? He was like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> at one point
1: he said, I was making this face. Yeah, he made a face at the screen. <laughs> listen, this sounds like when I, tried, when I got you yes, to it is watch. Yes, it's exactly
0: like when you got us to watch Only God Forgives. Yeah. You have to see it. You won't believe it. And then we're halfway into the movie, like Tyler. What are you talking about? He's like, I never said it was good. I said you have to see it.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm glad do you you I saw it. it? Do you no, regret? No. it? No, I don't I regret, regret it. it.
0: That was a great
1: movie club. Yeah, Mike owns that movie now, so hey, good for him.
3: Anyway, I do regret it.
1: I bought it for him. That's
3: Seeing Barb yeah. and Star, and I'm just it to me. It seemed like this was really funny to Kristen Wiig and her co-writer girl like an inside joke, and it just did not translate well.
1: Yeah, it definitely felt like an inside joke that we weren't all let in on. It, Kristen Wiig seems to be going the way of Will Ferrell, where Will Ferrell keeps trying to do the same comedy bit over and over and over, and it's not working anymore.
4: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I hope she finds like a couple more She did some projects. dramatic stuff, and people were into it. Yeah, yeah and then remember that. when she was the bad guy in Wonder Woman? <laughs> I forgot all yeah, about that. She, was oh. cheat- she yeah, turned she into was. a cheat, y'all. Yeah, oh, she did she... Turned into a CGI cat. Mike loved that, too. Yeah, P-U. Honestly,
3: that. that was better than Barb and Star.
0: No. Uh, yeah, it was. Yes. I mean, Wonder Woman No, not better than Barb and Star. WW84
1: yeah. is better than Barb and Star. You got yeah. to no. The no. mark. Yes, yes. Wonder so. Woman had a dummy in it, remember? Okay, it fell off a truck or Off a dummy. We get to watch Gal Gadot kind of fly.
3: It was way better. It was at least like Remember when they
0: did her invisible jet thing on a whim? Yeah. It's like, it was hold stupid. on, I forgot I can make this jet invisible. Chris Chris Pine possessed a man. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah.
0: And <laughs> then she, she, was, sex, she was. And she was doing it had, with him. And she
1: had sex with Which
4: him.
2: Which I think is rape. <laughs> <laughs> she had unconsenting sex with that man's body. Yeah, yeah they didn't.
3: She even had, assaulted they didn't even
0: him. Try to deal with the that moral ambiguity of that situation. How many movies did you see? Do you know?
3: I saw 24. Oh,
0: 24? Yeah, that's I, right beat, right? I, I feel, beat Abby. It feels like a lot. It's true. You beat me too. I saw 40 movies. Um, And my biggest disappointment was Ghostbusters
1: Afterlife. Ooh, that's too bad.
0: Whoa. I had considered that, but uh, after when I finally went to go see it, my expectations were so low. I was not disappointed. I expected.
2: Yeah, I assumed it would be garbage, and it wasn't flaming garbage. No, it wasn't flaming
0: garbage. I expected
1: expected it to be Stranger Things. Is that really? It was very Stranger
0: Things-esque. Yeah. It's funny because it, it's not an outright bad movie like the 2016 Ghostbusters mm-hmm. is like uh, objectively bad. It was fine, but it was baffling to me. It was almost like, so this is uh, Jason Reitman, mm-hmm. uh, Ivan Reitman's son. The, di- the original director's son, um, that doesn't necessarily make him a qualified director, but he's certainly familiar with the material, if anyone should be right, he's grown up in that world. Uh, and you take what's one you know, easily considered one of the greatest comedies of all time and extremely surreal, quirky, and sarcastic and silly, and you make like a coming of age super eight movie <laughs> as the sequel. What? Wh- whose decision was this? Right, it was, it was like his. It, it was a fine little supernatural. Um, Stranger Things esque movie, I guess. It didn't really have any
2: jokes in it. It it didn't need to be a Ghostbusters movie.
0: Exact yeah, because I don't know why it was like, called. It that. could
2: it could have been I've it, got a crazy old grandpa who farmed dirt. Yeah, if it had just been like an Amblin
0: entertainment yep. movie about some teenagers finding some kind of supernatural force and I right. think it, we would have been like, wow. Did you see movie, Yeah, uh, it would have been better for did sure. Did you
1: see Midnight Special? Mm-hmm.
2: A uh, no, years ago, the one about, yeah. with like Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Yeah,
1: that's great. It that's, is. That's a pretty great, really. unexpected great film. Uh huh. You should watch Midnight Special. But you're it's just, not
3: 2021.
1: You're no, it's older. You're describing Midnight Special. I think that you would enjoy it. I remember it drawing comparison. People are like it's like an ambulance
0: Entertainment movie. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, I do have to just go on record and agree that the biggest ball of crap was Barb and Star. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, about.
1: I forgot about it. I try not to think about it. It's really bad. <laughs> They're culottes with parachutes. That's funny. It's Patrick. A, no, it's yeah. not.
0: Embarrassing.
1: <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and give us
0: your runner-up and then straight into your number 10 movie. Okay. Uh, my runner-up was Lamb you guys see Lamb? Honorable mention. Honorable mention was Lamb. I saw Lamb. Yeah. I really liked it. It was super weird. And uh, I had no idea what to expect. And as I was watching it, I had no idea what I was seeing. Hey, Tyler loves that. I know. Yeah. He loves to be surprised. Did you see Lamb? You would be very surprised.
1: I would love to watch a movie where I feel surprised by the ending.
0: Mm. Um, I'll say this about Lamb. Uh, I would see it at the theaters by myself one day. I was the only person in there. And
2: that is a joy.
0: Yeah, we had been excited about this movie. There was a tr- trailer. I can't remember what movie I was in, but a trailer started playing. And the first 30 seconds of the trailer were so effective to me that I said, oh, whatever this is, I'm definitely going to see it. So I'm not going to watch this trailer anymore. So I, you know, put, turned on my headphones and looked down. Then I had to go home and explain what I started to see to Abby so she could look up the. Movie, I was like, oh, it had this the lady from Prometheus in it, mm-hmm. and they were in a barn or something. So she's good. The A twenty four logo was and, eight, and it was A twenty four. They were sheep, uh, yeah. And uh she looked it up. She watched the trailer, and she's like, "What the heck is this?" And then Matt saw it, and he said, "I think we're not excited enough." <laughs> yeah. <For laughs> so cr- I had no idea what the heck was what to expect, and somehow that can't prepare you. No, it can't for how out bizarre this movie is and I and I loved that about it yeah it's I really enjoyed it but it is definitely one of those when you you walk out of the theater you're like I'm glad somebody is still making things like that it was great so (laughs) I really enjoyed Lamb but my number
2: 10 is Dune dang yeah you guys see Dune? <laughs> Man, you must have seen some really amazing movies this year for Dune to be that yeah. low. Yeah, I bet there's people listening that are going to take issue with its right. place at the bottom
0: I, of your I list. I enjoyed Dune fine, but the mm. stickiness afterwards was the conversations of you know like all the super fans and everything. And then it was kind of like, yeah, wanna... Dune. Hmm. Move on. <laughs> Dune. Dune on. Yeah. So that's it. Dune ten. Dune ten.
3: Okay. That's Tyler,
1: what was your honorable mention you at number 10? You want an honorary mensch and a, and a number 10. 10. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't prepared for an honor honorary mention, but I think that I would have to give it to Cherry. He's looking at the ceiling as if he's going <laughs> to find his <laughs> pick up there. The answer is up here somewhere. It's really uh, expressive tonight.
0: I just got to have to convey <laughs> no, all that, that to the that, listeners. I heard
1: that. <laughs> first. That was a good joke. Yeah. What'd you say? She yes, said, you playing chess on the ceiling? <laughs> right. Like the dumb Netflix show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I watched the first episode, so I, I understand what she's saying. Uh, I would, I want to give it to Cherry. I liked Cherry. It was problematic filmmaking, in my opinion. It's a, it's a fantastic, you know, uh, effort from Tom Holland. <laughs> that, feels, uh, that feels insulting. Uh, Tom Holland really came to play. Uh, I blame the editors for the problems with the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, and re- I guess really the editors alone. Um, I wish that it had been entirely made in a different style. It felt cheesy at times, but the story was strong. The acting was strong. I felt compelled by it and heartbroken He's by making it. making a fist right now. Did you, hey, did you read the book before you watched it? I haven't read the book. Okay. Tom Holland's great. Tom Holland's great. That guy could just act the crap out of a movie. Heck yeah. He, he really came prepared. <clears throat> the woman in it, I kept looking at her thinking, I know this woman. What is she from? And then later I realized, oh, it's from that stupid Nickelodeon show about the boy band. What? I know. What is it called? A Nickelodeon show? You She's mean his, his love sister? interest? She's the sister to a guy in a boy band. She has such a big strange time Rush. childlike
0: quality about She's her. She's from
1: Big Time Rush. And this felt like a big departure from Nickelodeon to Drug Addict you well, sure yeah although some of them on nickelodeon are drug addicts mm-hmm. so maybe it wasn't
0: there's, there's a there's a crisis of
1: opo- opioids <laughs> at, nickelodeon? <laughs> <laughs> at nickelodeon yeah it's it's just dark. in the world in general watch for the showtime documentary <clears throat> so i appreciated Cherry in a lot, a lot a lot of ways but i i wish that it had been done more stylistically different
2: I think it's one of the best closing sequences to a movie I've ever seen. It's
1: a good closing sequence, and I was happy with the way it ended. I, f- I, f- I f- was, you know, renewed in my hope for humanity. But it, it's it's a it's a heart wrenching story. Uh, my number ten, yep, is not Cherry. That's the honorable mention. Right. My number ten is a surprise. <laughs> it's. <laughs> a- <laughs> It, it fits squarely in my criteria of it kept me guessing, and I enjoyed it. Anything that could keep me paying attention, not knowing exactly where it's going, really did it for me this year. It's
2: Barb and Star.
1: <laughs> Number 10 <laughs> was The Harder They Fall, which was surprising for me because I, I put on some dumb This is the one you were arguing with Patrick the, about? The Idris yes. Elba cowboy movie.
2: The yeah. bl-
1: the Black Cowboy movie. I put it on thinking, oh, it's just another Netflix whatever... Um, original or Netflix bought it thinking not much of it, and I was surprised if I found it very creative and entertaining and uh and exciting and unpredictable. And I thought that it was probably the best Western since Django Unchained. My review would be completely the
0: opposite. I know know that. We argued about it this morning. Listen, I don't care. That's fine. I don't want you to care. I want you to care a little
1: bit. I want (laughs) the world to know that The Harder They Fall was a creative take on the traditional Western, and I appreciate it so much. It made number 10 for me. There There you go. Matt, what's your honorable mention and your number 10?
2: My honorable mention is a little horror movie called The Feast, which is a Welsh horror movie with all the dialogue being in Welsh, which is really cool because you don't hear that that often. Um, It's a nice, very clean, very lean movie that goes kind of bonkers. And I liked it. Um, And then my number 10 movie is a British horror movie called Censor, which is about... um, There was a period in the 80s where horror movies were being brought in on VHS and were made illegal. They're called Video Nasties. And it was like a whole thing where all these- Evil Dead was one of them, Tyler. Evil Dead was one of them. And it's about a lady who works at the censorship office who has to watch all these movies and say basically this has to be cut and then we can give it like a 15 or an 18 rating or whatever. And uh,
1: wildness ensues. It was great. How far is your hometown of Fair Oak from Wales? Uh, it's like a five-hour drive. I've been there. No, so you're biased. Well, I'm I can't close take to it. any Welsh-based.
0: How film, far seriously. does he have to be away for him to not be biased? Much further. Hold than on, five
2: hours. By the same argument, you can't like any American movie because you're from here. No, America, you're from Arizona, so America, of course you like cowboy
1: movies. America is much larger than england oh i'm what about a wh- so six hours where, yeah six what hour about six
2: hour drive six hour drive to get across it
1: a six hour drive is uh get to uh, canada from there, there. No, no bias the yeah six uh, but you, you like, like to green, to green room. room you
3: can get to california in six hours yeah that's an orange green room down room down the street.
1: is, p- is portland's true that's true it was on dookie beach <laughs> dookie was Beach, fecal beach fecal beach. Beach. beach yeah that's what we called it we've all been there it wasn't Film. They, they filmed a scene on Fecal Beach where yeah. we also filmed uh, our own video one mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So we're pretty much them. Hmm. We might as well be an A twenty four joint.
0: I think so. I wish. You hate movies presented by A twenty four. We're we're up for it if you are. I know uh, the you know the big wigs at A twenty four are big listeners, so All those sheeps from the uh, Lamb trailer are listening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be us lining up to make the logo. <laughs> <laughs> the five of us. Abby, what was your honorable mention on your number ten? And, and tell everyone how you were struggling to populate your, the bottom of your list.
3: Yeah, I watched a couple movies in the last couple days just so that um, a movie I actively didn't like wouldn't be number ten.
0: <laughs> she, she kept saying she was worried she'd have to put the woman in the window.
3: Yeah.
1: On her list, the Amy Adams one that no one liked.
3: Mm-hmm. It was bad, but it was about to be number ten because it was...
1: But it's not now?
3: It's not number 10. Oh, there you go. Uh, but my 11, so my honorable mention, is a movie I didn't like. was uh, the card counter. It was all right.
1: You, wait, card counter is your honorable mention?
3: Yeah, but I didn't like it. Oh. It just happens to be where it, it okay. fell. <laughs> happened to be where the cards fell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: got it. Hey, you're doing t- <laughs> Tyler's thing. There you go. Uh, she and was really distracted by Tiffany Haddish's dramatic performance, if you want to call it a performance. I just
3: could not believe that a filmmaker would let her still be in it after they saw one take. It was crazy. Wow. She, she, I
0: yeah, like her in movies. Very she seemed out of her element.
3: I, liked she, I mean, she's great in funny movies. But <laughs> I did like that boy, that little boy that was in it. <laughs> Teenage boy.
0: Taryn Egerton? Yeah. He's
2: mm-hmm. a man.
3: Well,
0: no, (laughs) Taryn Egerton's not in the card counter. It's the guy from uh, Ready Player One.
2: Who's that? Not Taryn Egerton. Taryn Egerton is Johnny from Sing. Yeah.
0: And And the the, Kingsman. And the the Gelfling from Dark Crystal. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's Ready Player
1: One guy. Who's him?
0: Who's Who's him? Cyclops. Cyclops. These these dudes are so generic. Oh, yeah, he
1: is Cyclops. These dudes are so generic.
3: He's Falling Our Stars and... A crap like that. Uh, he was
1: good he was good in card in our stars. Yeah. Anyway.
3: Hey, it was no, to be No, Lebeuf.
1: no. We got to find out. Him. Hold on.
3: his name was Kirk with the C?
1: No, hold Kurt. on. Kirk, With man. a C.
3: Kirk with a C. We don't know. it, so it like is
1: Ty Sheridan. Yeah. C i r c.
3: Yeah. It's a bit No, C I R K. C A R K.
0: No. Ty Sheridan. Uh, Ready nope.
1: Player One, Mud, X-Men Apocalypse, Joe the Tender Bar. Joe Mama. Anyway. What's your number 10?
3: My number 10 is The Unforgivable with Sandra Bullock. Stop. It was Stop. A, Net, a Netflix movie. That
1: was like people hated that movie. They, they're they calling it one of the worst of the year. What? Who's Oh, so Burr's can't like I it? I disagree. Yeah, I
3: like Sandra Bullock. I think she's great. She did Agreed. well acting in it.
1: Why did her face look weird?
3: She was supposed to look. She had been That's in prison. Face
1: she has. Her face got sharper after being in prison.
3: It's just probably Maybe was she, beat up yeah. a couple she times. She used it as
2: a shiv. <laughs> her, her chin. She sharpened her own face. She was
0: confused. She did about look strange howards.
3: in it, but I still think she's really pretty.
0: Hey, here's the uh, here's the rotten consensus. Tell me what you think about this, so we can get to the bottom of this Kay. controversy. It says the unforgivable proves Sandra Bullock is more than capable of playing against type, but. Her performance is wasted on a contrived and unrelentingly grim story. Grim? That's
2: what it says. I mean... The life of a
1: criminal in America.
3: I thought it was a good story. I yeah, thought it was when interesting. since we have
2: movies about things that are bad? I don't know, it's just a pretty
3: dark things. movie. has dark things in it. Takes some turns. It's good. I liked it.
1: Did it leave you guessing?
3: Uh, it didn't leave me guessing. And then I don't respect but it. But it was different than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Teller uh, has very specific standards this year. Yeah.
1: I've got, I, I've got a, one very clear criteria for my list.
3: It was worth a watch. I watched it in like 15 minute increments. No. Uh, you know. Stop. While Josh, the ba- your turn. While the baby napped. <laughs>
0: uh, my honorable mention is A Quiet Place Part 2. Hmm.
1: Yep, that was good. That's a great uh, episode two of a TV series.
0: I know that this is kind of a cheat to mention uh, two movies in one, but it's A Quiet Place Part Two is my honorable mention. I was debating on whether or not to give this honor, this honorary title to the film Pig or A Quiet Place Two, both of which I enjoyed, but you know they didn't make the list. Spoiler alert for Pig. And This is why I chose to elevate Quiet Place Part 2. I sat down, I started to think about... Neither one was super sticky for me, I'll be honest. I enjoyed both of them, and then I kind of didn't think about them a ton after that. So I had to call them both back into my imagination. And I decided to give it to Quiet Place Part 2 based solely on the perfection of the opening sequence. The first 10 or 15 minutes of A Quiet Place Part 2, though the movie can't keep up the momentum that it establishes in that first... 15 minutes. Yeah, it's
1: it they they flash back. The opening sequence is pre a quiet place. Right. And it it's depicts v- the
0: arrival of the creatures. Very very good. It's fantastic. That's that's like uh you know this is a cliche that movie people like to say a pure cinema. But man, I was like Woo wee! In the theater, like
1: this is about to be even better. It, it wasn't. It did leave us asking some questions, but yes, it was. But that was good. great. So I yeah. decided to give that the honorary mention. It opened the mythology to some criticism, but it's a fantastic sequence.
0: My number 10 favorite movie of 2021, and maybe this will get some people fussing at me, was The Green Knight. Oh, I never saw it. Go ahead, Matt. That's wrong. <laughs> I had had some great feelings about it. Dev
1: Patel. I I didn't see it. I I hear it's very controversial. Wait. In what way?
3: Wait. People are going to be mad because they thought it was better?
0: Oh, I just knew Matt really loved it.
1: So I'm assuming
3: it's
0: going to
1: be higher on his list. There's people that really disliked it because it was unexpected for whatever genre they thought it was going to be. That's because those people are dumb. It looks. I believe people are dumb. Horrible. don't, Don't. don't oh, it's kind don't, question me. Exactly what I don't question exactly, don't question me. I agree. People are dumb. <laughs>
2: oh, man.
0: The dumb, not
1: you, listeners. You <laughs> guys unless, are unless
0: smart. Unless you yeah. also put the green. knight did on not your list. Get Especially you, Patreon subscribers, geniuses, <laughs> brilliant.
1: I did not get around to seeing the Green Knights, but that was the 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 general review was people were disappointed in it because it didn't it didn't live within their expectations it was something else that was bizarre and unique and i thought well now i want to watch it yeah you'll definitely i i would go out on a limb and guess
0: you you would really like it i really liked it i saw it in a theater uh and really enjoyed myself Uh, and quickly this is why it's in my 10 and not higher uh overall it's really great to see something weird and unique um and I am, you know, I'm I'm not incredibly partial to medieval fantasy personally, um, but this particular kind was cool. Uh, if you've seen the director's other film, A Ghost Story, uh, it's definitely cut from. Is a that thriller.
1: that's the director? David Lowry. Oh man, dang of, it! A Pete's didn't. Dragon thing.
0: Pete's Dragon. Yeah. Well, no. Pete's Dragon is definitely a more conventional. Now you're losing me.
1: No, he did a great the, job. The with one that starring film. Robert Redford. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. You're losing me. No, that's what? the best of the Disney remakes so far. Agreed, by a uh, long, long way. I suppose.
0: Sure. Anyway, here's here's the reason that it's a little bit lower. And then you know, whenever it gets to Matt's list, he can contradict me. Uh, I felt as if there were times when it was it was stretching its run run time. I mean, the, this director, if again, if you've seen a ghost story, he's clearly a very um, Visual director, and he's not concerned with rushing whatsoever. No, no, he's
1: prepared to let you watch someone eat pie for about five minutes. Yes, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there was there was a lot of those kinds of pacing decisions in the movie, and sometimes they were really like uh, atmospheric and cool. And there were a few times where I'm like, oh yeah, I see the mountain. <laughs> yeah, still going. Know. Uh, but overall, really enjoyed it. My my ten tenth most favorite movie of 2021. Patrick number nine number nine for me is The Green Knight. (laughs) Um, Matt, go ahead and contradict him. No, No, it's it's too low. (laughs) It's too low. I really liked it. Uh, And I agree with what Josh was saying that would keep it lower on the list for me. But the the strengths were its weaknesses. Sometimes the visual storytelling just drug it down a little bit. Other times, it was incredible. Really, really fun to watch. Mm. Like, Ghost. by the end yeah. you you leave at least I felt like you are you leave feeling really satisfied oh yeah, oh, yeah. that, that really was great. cool They're but great.
1: it sounds like it could do with a fan edit like Suspiria
0: I think it. I mean I know that this would probably be blasphemous to a lot of people who really liked this about it and I did at times but I thought it could have been a half hour shorter yeah uh, it probably could sometimes yeah. it had an art installation vibe to it <laughs> yeah like, the other thing no, like is like a ghost story yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um i like ghost story better but um this movie also is a a tale that i was not aware of and i learned it watching the movie so i imagine that people who grew up with this like a household fairy tale would probably have more appreciation because there were like
2: elements that i was like i don't know what that's supposed to do mean, you know that or...
0: you know that story that mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay
2: yeah i read it growing up like a few there's a few different translations of it but yeah, yeah. I,
0: I enjoyed afterward learning that it was a, yeah. a thing like the contest yeah.
2: and the green knight are like a thing yeah, yeah
0: that was cool yeah so that's me that's me that's my truth <laughs> tyler what's your truth
1: at number nine <laughs> uh my number nine was a his hands uh, over his face a, n- <laughs> a new um a new film from an an old favorite director Starring, let's see if I can get it, Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, David Harbour, Kieran Culkin, Brendan Fraser, anyone? Brendan Fraser was in a new movie? Ocean's 12. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Igby Goes Down. <laughs> Same director. As Igby Goes Down? No, as Ocean's oh. <laughs> 12. Steven Sodenberg? Steven Soderbergh's film... No Sudden Move was my number nine. Huh. It's slow and weird, but also fascinating and unexpected and very, uh, I, w- I would call it risk. He it took, it took a lot of artistic risks with No Sudden Move that I appreciated. Slow on my list because it's not his best um, execution of a film, but it's creative and unexpected. So, No Sudden Move from mm. Steven is My Never Number
0: Never
3: heard of it.
1: No Sudden Move. Matt, what do you have
0: at
2: Number Nine? My Number Nine is Cherry. Um, I remember when a few of us read that book all at the same time, because often that happens when one of us reads an excellent book and then tells other people, you should read it, and then we go, well, okay.
1: The movie plays out
2: like a book. Exa- it feels is, like a book. Which is one of the reasons I really liked it. I liked that it was... Split into clear sections. I, in, I enjoy, in my opinion, a non-comedic use of a fourth wall break, which mm-hmm. was evident in Cherry, and I thought they were used sparingly <laughs> and appropriately. He looked into
1: the camera with desperation over and over. <laughs> Fine by me. Horrified at his reality. I loved Hoping it. we might save him. Yeah, I thought that was great. That That's is good. no Deadpool type. No, exactly. It's fine by me. I don't need Ferris Bueller Bueller every time.
2: I don't need it. Sometimes it's okay if there isn't a striped robe with a fourth wall break. And again, I think that the ending sequence um, is one of the most beautiful and well shot and simple but so cleanly executed pieces of filmmaking. And I don't know, obviously the for those that don't know the book is based on a the author's life story and so this movie is obviously based on this man's true story at really? the end something happens He's
1: tom holland yeah
2: yeah wow at the end That's a rough something story. happens that doesn't happen in the book and i am so desperate for the thing that happens at the end to be true i will not find out on the internet if it's real
1: oh i, I know don't but tell me. I won't me. tell you. You okay. mean like in his real life? Yeah. In
2: the movie, something happens that potentially could have happened in his real life because the movie obviously is made later than the book. So oh. in the book, he doesn't write about it. And
1: he was movie, a writer in the movie. Got it. So right. if, if, we're, if we're really leaning into spoilers, maybe he wrote the book while he was in prison? Yeah. Uh,
0: he did. he he did in real life right in real
2: life in real life he wrote the book
1: potentially the the ending of the film is what happened post
2: book writing and i don't know and i I would
1: that's what honestly how horrifying the film was that ending is what like made me feel at least some some warmth to humanity
3: i don't remember the ending whatsoever
1: it was beautiful ending. oh it's beautiful. let's just, not
2: spoil it for our listeners. It's just truck shots from left to right with beautiful edits and a it's, really gorgeous you do, it's piece an of epilogue.
1: Music. it's a it's an epilogue uh, like here's what happens at, after the story. Huh. All right, here
0: we're going to try a new function on you hate movies. I'm about to activate a stopwatch for 30 seconds. I haven't seen the movie. Oh. Oh, never mind then we can You can't didn't see Cherry? I don't okay. have Apple
3: Hold on. TV. I'm going t- uh, yeah, to just show a little test. What were you going to do? Oh, you going to do spoilers I, yeah, I've for been, 30 I seconds? I actually
0: have been having this daydream lately about setting the stopwatch for 30 seconds here. You can hear a bit. And, uh, and then giving the people like. And then they the can jump forward Hit the it. button for 30 seconds if you don't want to hit the I them. thought you were going to do 30 idea. seconds
2: and then you were going to sing the Oscar music. <laughs> Like <laughs> a curve. <laughs> I
1: honestly, if we're if we're spoiling it now and people, we're should not. Be Patrick forward. hasn't I seen, seen it. it. I don't want it to be spo- we uh, spoiled. Well, we're not
0: spoiling it. Abby, what was your ninth favorite movie of twenty twenty one?
3: Uh, it was Luca. <laughs> hey, I, Luca's good. Luca, was Luca good. Luca was great. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. I actively like Luca. Totally, I liked it a lot. Oh, you know, sure. we're we're
0: all parents, so we watch a lot of kids' movies, uh, and. I don't usually mind nowadays. In fact, we often talk about this on the podcast. To me, it's inexcusable today that kids' movies are are bad. When the caliber of children's movies have been raised to the degree that Pixar has raised them, if you go and see like an Illumination Studios movie and it's just trash, you're like, this is unacceptable. We're actually making real movies for kids now. Hold on now.
1: Sing two. Was sing a two movie. was good. I just mean sing like uh, minions. 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 Sing and two three. was not good.
2: Yeah, Sing it was, two was, it was fantastic. No, I it. And fantastic. I cried is, at multiple no. points.
1: No, during sing no, two. <laughs> Sing two is nowhere near Sing one. Oh, I thought it was equal. No, no. it might equal. be better. It might be better. Stop.
0: <sighs> anyway, yeah. all that to say, back to Abby's thing. Mm-hmm. Of all the children's movies that I watched this year, and there were there were many. In fact, I even had to take a kid to see Clifford. Oh, God. That was terrible. Uh, Luca was probably the best one.
3: Luca's a really interesting uh, story. I feel like a lot of kids' movies are very boring story wise yeah, these those days. Those fish so were boys. Interesting. It's interesting great. Story. I
0: appreciated that Pixar. I wish that m- more movies had the balls, t- or animated movies had the balls to do this, but. Pixar finally stretched the palette of their visual aesthetic just a little bit for Luca. They had more of a claymation type aesthetic. Uh, they looked; It looked like a uh, Aardman movie. It did. Uh-huh. Uh, as opposed to the palette that's been set by all of the CG movies where they kind of look identical. And we're in a post Into the Spider-Verse world. Yes. Everyone should just finally be like, okay, do cool, that. we can actually do different things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if we're speaking of Into the Spider Verse, if we're being real, if we're being real, 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 the best kids movie that came out this year was The Mitchells vs. the Machines. No, no, no. Tyler's correct. It's not even on yeah. my list. Tyler, Tyler is, probably is right. No Tyler's good. right. I disagree. It's three versus
2: two.
0: I watched it
3: once. Uh, so it was boring. Dang it! I
1: got it. Out-voted. Was not boring. Dang it! it boring. I guess, no, not they're not right. Boring. We got to <laughs> Danny McBride,
2: uh, Chef's Kiss. Mm-hmm. That's great.
0: No, I laughed at the scene with the two robots talking. That was about it. That was Beck
1: Bennett and some other...
0: Uh, Fred Armisen. This, so it's funny. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Uh, my number ninth favorite movie of 2021 was The Father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Father. <laughs> now, we need to qualify to our <laughs> listeners again. That's why I was excited to do this <laughs> Just so you could Every say Every year, we do the best of whatever year. The qualifications for a film... Is based on wide release. If yeah.
0: it got a wide release.
1: So the father won a, an award for 2020. But it did not go wide in its release until 2021. Right. And since we are the people's list. Yeah, I was about to say, do your whole it, thing on it the It doesn't qualify until 2021. Yeah, Therefore we're not getting
3: early access.
1: We
0: couldn't watch it until 2021. And right, it we're not, right,
2: we're not at Sundance.
0: A lot, of these,
1: a lot of these Oscar noms, they get a, a very limited be. release in order to qualify for award season. And only if you're in L.A. for one week are you able to see it or whatever. And not until, like, February of 2021 does it go wide. Therefore, you're all hearing it on Josh's list tonight. The Father. Yeah, The Father. And, you know, uh, it
0: certainly meets Tyler's criteria. It was a very unpredictable uh, narrative. And, you know, if you know anything about this movie, it's it's attempting to try to set you down in the world of someone um, who's losing their mental capacities to something like dementia or Alzheimer's or what it's like to live with such a person or to be in a relationship with such a person. Um, and it does so really effectively. And, of course, the thing that everybody was talking about was uh, Anthony Hopkins' performance. Sir Anthony, pardon mm-hmm. me. And I'll be danged. You know, sometimes I don't like to agree with the masses, but then every now and then, you know, like, oh, my God, this uh, this performance, blah, blah, But you see, like, man, that old that dude's old, and he's still got it. He's still got it. It was bonkers. He's, he's he was great
3: magic.
1: in Two Popes. Which wasn't that uh, long ago.
0: Yeah, that was on your list last
1: year. I, I what don't was remember. your number one? Might it, was it? Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> Patrick, what was your number eight? <laughs> My number eight was Godzilla versus Kong Over the Green Night. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So that here's was, the thing. That was this year. Uh, I, I like the movie, but I think uh, it's special to me because it was a moment, right? This is like when the theaters were just opening mm-hmm. up and all. And this that was a great th- that uh, movie to go magic. back to the theater for. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. And it's just, uh, I thought it was just fun from start to finish. I just <laughs> loved watching that movie because they just fought <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Who, who
1: won the fight? Uh, Godzilla won the fight. No. It was, it was Kong. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> he died You're objectively no. wrong No
3: No he didn't Kong let him
0: He dies He gets resuscitated And then he has to Drop <laughs> his weapon And submit to Godzilla No No he oh, He let he him says
3: win.
1: we friend Right
3: Yeah he said we cool <laughs> Tyler <laughs> his name
1: every What was your we'll number bow? eight <laughs> uh, My number eight Is another uh, World Destroying Film mm-hmm. Just cities being Leveled uh, Don't look up <laughs> Mm-hmm. different, different, <laughs> different enemy, kind of kaiju yeah different enemy uh, a little more dangerous and this was adam mckay's um just a little more commentary thing. on climate change which was not so thinly veiled uh i liked it a lot i i keep saying that adam mckay has two types of movies one being the, the Step Brothers type of comedy which is, you know, it's Will Ferrell's testicles on some drums while um, John C. Riley chases him around. Uh, the other type of comedy from Adam McKay is uh, The Big Short or Vice, which is like a dark comedy slash like commentary on society. And both, both sides of Adam McKay are great. I feel like "Don't Look Up" was a combination of the two, which is good and bad. I thought that the dark comedy was very present and if very Adam McKay, and then he threw in a lot of weird, like slapstick humor, like giving Jonah Hill the ability to just do any random. Uh, Seemed very riffy in this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it felt very. It he felt, made me laugh out loud several times. It felt. It felt very improvised. That one joke like, where he's like. Ah. Do you want to, Do you really want to
0: come? <laughs> and she stands up. She's like, "Yes!" And then he just closes the door yeah. and walks out. <laughs> or like
1: when Jonah Hill's praying for stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love. There's stuff. some really dope stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dope stuff. Like apartments the, and the, the big work. laugh. The big laugh comes at the very end, um, with the uh, oh, algorithm. Geez. Oh, geez. The the Major s- spoilers. The smartphone algorithm. That's the big laugh. That's my favorite punchline. Uh, but I thought it was a good movie. It was very clearly a commentary on our cultural moments and how bleak everything seems to be. That's Adam McKay's favorite thing to make movies about. I liked it. There you go. Don't look up. Never. Yeah, it's always handy when you can profit off of the thing that you're commenting on. He made it on a meme. Did you see that? Like he, he, he said, I made this movie inspired by a meme. Uh-huh. And the meme was of a meteor about to hit the Earth, and the Earth had uh, that Michael Jordan, that tear-faced Michael Jordan, that's superimposed good. on it. And it was someone. The caption was like, "The internet is so terrible that even before the world ends, this will be the last thing that everybody posts." It's cryface Michael Jordan to Earth. It's probably it's probably. I trade. get it. That's yeah. fine. I don't Man. know the
0: cryface Michael Jordan, but I can imagine it. I'm picturing it. Yes, yeah. that we're all going to die soon.
1: We're all we're all gonna die. Humanity is just is ready to self destruct. Yeah. Well, um, we're all
2: gonna die, I whether know. or not the
1: asteroid comes
2: or not. I just don't know that I want to die in like a climate apartheid. <laughs> um. <laughs> my number eight movie was, uh, The Medium, which, Josh mentioned, not longer than oh, I don't know, maybe a week ago. And I went, oh, all right, sure. I'll get uh, In the that. last
0: minute, top ten list, homework rush.
2: Right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, sure, I'll peep it. Got myself a little shudder, week long free trial. Thanks, Shudder. Um <laughs> and <laughs> Shudder. Yeah, heck yeah, man. Worth it. There's some gold on there actually. And uh man oh man, what an amazing Movie, I've I've been to Thailand. I was there for a couple of months in 2007.
1: Oh, uh, y'all hear that? He's been to Thailand. Yeah, right. We you were bragging about you've
2: been to Alaska three times or whatever. Not um, on the podcast. That's true. All right. I went to <laughs> Thailand in 2007, and I love that country, and the opening shots of this movie made me miss it. Yeah, I've been and to Thailand too. So. <laughs> it got re- and then it got really scary, and I was really glad that I wasn't there. You know, when you're like nostalgic for a place and then you go, actually, it's...
1: That's totally how I felt while I was terrifying. watching Hangover 2. <laughs>
2: because, wait, oh, that's also entirely... It's sh- in Bangkok, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really scary and it's really good and uh, a cool, like, found footagey documentary style shooting, which I think, when done well, is really excellent and lends itself to a really good horror movie and they did a really good job.
0: Yeah, that was one of the really interesting aspects of it that I didn't know. I saw, I saw it on some lists, so I was like, oh, I should probably watch this, and people were saying it was scary. I didn't know that it was going to be presented as a faux documentary. And it takes the, uh, a really tasteful blend of found, found footage, which has kind of lost its novelty in the Correct. horror genre. But with the faux documentary, a la the first act of District 9 before District 9 abandons its documentary conceit and just becomes a normal, it's yeah. a great omniscient yeah. narrative. Uh, and it, it blended those two, two things together really tastefully. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. That was a pretty novel uh, concept. The Agreed. Medium. The medium. You know, the thing about these supernatural evil spirit movies uh, that Matt and I were talking about after we watched The Medium is that it's a premise that it's not extremely difficult to buy scares with because it's inherently scary, the idea of you know some kind of foreign presence possessing a person. It's just, it, you know, it taps into something that we're afraid of. But these, every evil spirit possession movie post The Exorcist, except Hereditary, That's can't, a good one. can't resist doing at least a couple of lame things.
2: You know what I mean? The creepy it's, crawl towards you like a spider. Yeah,
0: the jittery, twitchy thing. Like it, it, it's almost like they open a handbook, and they're like, well, this is supposed to happen, and right. this is supposed this to is happen. Yeah. And it's so frustrating, especially in a movie like The Medium, when they have this momentum going with their own originality, and they're like, oh, yeah, there's that thing. And it just immediately takes you out of it, and then you have to get back into it again. But I agree, overall, it was a super cool movie.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. Did you see Only God Forgives? That's from Thailand.
0: <laughs> yeah, I seen it. I seen it with you. Oh. All right, we're going to have to catch Abby up when she comes back. She stepped out of the studio for a minute. Uh,
1: she hates movies. She didn't really have 10, so she's just, she walked away. <laughs> yeah,
2: she had those two. and this were this like, is what i saw.
1: Out. This is what I saw in order.
0: <laughs> My number eight uh, movie, favorite movie was Lamb, um, mostly because, like I said earlier, Uh, I sat down thinking it was going to be an atmospheric horror movie. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly what you would even call this. Nope. Uh, I didn't know what the heck was going on. And every single time the movie decided to reveal a little more to you, it's a very secretive movie. It takes a long time for it to even finally tell you what the movie's about. But all up until that time, I was kind of leaning forward and being like, wait, what? What? And then when it finally shows you. (laughs) what you're in for I actually was like what yeah. <laughs> in that empty theater and in a good way I mean like I was like well, well that's not what I was expecting and absolutely outrageous but cool in all the right ways you know you go into these A24 uh, thrillers and horror movies or weirdo movies and you expect it well it should at least be like this you know like if you've seen movies like The Lighthouse
1: and well, i see The Lighthouse. I've seen uh, Swiss Army Man. I've seen a lot of weird stuff from A24. Hey, good job, man. Thanks. <laughs> I liked it. Check it out. Lamb. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Lamb, though.
0: Patrick, yeah. what is your number seven favorite uh, movie of 2021? My number seven was Is A Quiet Place Part 2. Uh, and I don't disagree with what Tyler said with his disappointment that it feels like an episode two kind of thing or... An extension of it.
1: There's no ending.
0: But I really like the opening scene and I like the characters so much and I really like that world, that whole um uh story of those aliens and everything. So did they ride in on that meteor? This, that's Certainly the question. What it looked like. They were out, they were just jumping down. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Banzai. So I don't think it's perfect and there <laughs> it's it can have problems, but I thought it was good. <laughs> Is that racist? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the <laughs> thing people say when they jump down <laughs> the, the voice you used felt a little No, the voice I was using was a comical Mickey Mouse voice for the aliens <laughs>
1: No, it wasn't Yeah, he didn't Play it back He didn't <laughs> yeah, you make any kind listen,
0: of Listeners, you rewind it and you beat the judge Either way, I don't affectations. care so. Yes, he did Or they could say Geronimo, which one's worse? I think that's ooh, worse ooh, ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops
1: Anyway, Patrick
0: liked to quiet place. Yeah, I did. That was
1: pretty good. I love John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. They're both fantastic. Power right. couple. Hollywood's best.
0: And it did the thing where you got to see a little bit more of the story without giving away too much of it. Yeah. So I would like to see more, maybe. with how they, stre- they, they stretched Celia it Murphy, as far right? as they can.
1: Yeah. I, I thought he was we, cool we did an episode on it. it it's good, but. Uh, you
3: eh. should watch the behind the scenes on YouTube. No, uh, they were, I think it was on YouTube.
1: No, nah, I'm
0: not going to do that.
3: It'll make you like them.
0: YouTube.com. Nah, I'm not going to YouTube.com. Do you, yeah, check it out. It's this new
1: website where you watch videos.
3: You can watch videos and they like post stuff sure, on all the it, time.
1: It'll just confirm that they should have just made a TV series.
3: No, it was really just cute. It was like. Cute? You know, just it was
1: really just, just cute. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the, the way that they were talking about making it together and how he saw her as a mother and it's just it was cute. No, I mm-hmm.
0: don't. Real yeah, cute. She bought don't into care. the sweetness My
1: of the don't. celebrity couple.
0: Oh, oh, Tyler, cute.
1: what was your number seven? My number seven is one of what feels like too many black and white films that came out this year. It's not Come On, Come On. <laughs> yeah, because. Come On. I hey, know
3: right? <laughs> you haven't let me talk.
1: It's Belfast, which I enjoyed. It's very uh, creative and um, uh, kind of startling, you know, the way that it brings the past into the present and, you know, exposes you to the hardships that they experienced in Ireland. Uh, but at the same time, it was kind of it felt one of the one of the title cards belonged to like the Irish government, and the whole time I kept thinking, what control did the Irish government have over this film? And by the end of it, I thought, what is the point of this? Who are they making this for? Is it for the people that left Ireland? Is it people that stayed in Ireland? And then it just ends with like, oh, it's for all the people <laughs> if they stayed or left. They went, yeah, that's felt like a Irish oh. government kind of. Propaganda thing, but it it was very sweet and profound and heartbreaking, and I thought they did well making it.
0: So. Written and directed by Kenneth Branagh, who you may remember as the director of
1: Thor,
3: hmm.
1: Thor One. That's right. Totally. sounds really boring. Yeah, it was, and it Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. It felt just like Thor, totally spot on. Uh, it was heartbreaking and and sad and like celebratory of that time and place. I thought they did well with it. And the black and white felt appropriate unlike other films that did black and white. So I I think it deserved a spot.
0: Yeah, because I do remember the uh, music videos by the Cranberries. Uh, they had a video for... Their guns and their bombs. <laughs> that one. <laughs> no, that one was in color. But oh. that was all also about the plight of the Irish people. Right. They had a video for Ode to My Family. That was showing uh, Ireland showcases of just the peoples of the Irish peoples. It was in black and white, and why? effectively so because they're Irish, bro. Who cares? Why dark, does Irish have it to be black? It was a dark
1: white? time in
0: Ireland's
3: oh, history. Get over it.
0: And my mom was really into reading about that. <laughs> she was watching these uh, cranberries videos and crying, being like, mm, "So true." And you know, reading uh, reminisce. What was about that? Angela's ashes and, and stuff.
3: I just like don't that. really uh, understand why. It's grand. It's grand. You how black and white are. in color.
1: You may or may not know the full history of the conflict in Ireland. Tyler but but saw a movie, then. and now he knows all about Irish history. But,
3: but they saw in color. It's just like a vibe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's true.
3: That's such uh, a valid not, point. That's Your true. Your eyes work.
0: It's, it's, misrepresent- just it's, it's just a vibe. It's misrepresenting <laughs> the experience of the <laughs> right. Irish people because they saw in color. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a vibe. Totally. That's so it's
3: just like a just tone.
0: She Abby yeah. takes issue with uh, bleak things. She, she's really frustrated by people who wear their hoods inside. She said oh to wow. me when she observed someone wearing their hood inside, we get it. You're sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like their hood of like a jacket? How very <laughs> you no. don't like that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. She like doesn't yeah. okay. like
0: it. You're maybe maybe
2: <laughs> it's your a bad out. hair day. Matt, what do you have at number seven? I had the suicide squad at number seven. Nice. It was very funny, you guys. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if you've heard, but James Gunn, who did some of the Guardians, mo- both of the Guardians movies, did this as well. I heard that, and he is good at making things that are fun. Totally. And that occasionally, big sea star? that big giant sea star. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone was a shark.
1: Yeah. I some people. Some people call it a starfish. If that would be wrong, it's a sea star. Right. It's not a fish. It's not a fish. No, obviously. No. Although that one. Maybe
2: like was a, a space a star sp- rather space than monster? a sea star.
3: <laughs> I liked the butterflies in one of the scenes. Oh, uh, with cool. Margot Robbie. Yeah, it was interesting. I like interesting.
1: Sure. It definitely yes. was better than the other Suicide Squad. Than Suicide Squad, yeah, a little Squad? bit, little bit. Yeah, just <laughs> by a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <That one. laughs> should, should we do an episode where we do a versus? <laughs> yeah, it's I tried conclusively to do that. that "No, oh, I'm not doing that." Yeah he, it watch it, yeah, he wouldn't watch it. Why would wow, I? Why would I do that? I, I would, don't know. I would totally part? do that. It's no, really—it was that, just my idea.
2: That other one was really bad, which I think maybe even helped this one be feel even better. Because I'm like, I've seen this movie before, but it was not this good. <laughs> um, yeah, I w- laughed a lot, and I like that a in lot. a comedy movie. Yeah, yeah that's laughter,
1: what you want.
0: laughter is fun. That's what I you like it want. a lot. Yeah. Abby, what did you have at uh, number eight and number seven?
3: Uh, at number eight, I had... Come on,
0: come on. Come uh, on. It. Yes, I
3: did. Come Let me on. tell you why. You just watched it. Come I just on. watched it, but I liked it more than the other two I just said.
1: Well, so that's, that's how, how, that's that's how, that's how works. that works. Yep.
3: Uh, and I feel like it'll have it wor- some stickiness for me.
1: Ugh. I, I feel like I, I heard you shouting at the screen how much you disliked it.
3: I was shouting at you to stop talking. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, I couldn't it. hear it. wasn't me. It wasn't me.
1: Hear. This is... This you is, were
0: shouting <laughs> at Mike. <laughs> this is not... We say a lot of hyperbolic things in gay movies. This is not... Tyler got bored and eventually started to aggressively physically <laughs> wrestle Mike.
2: That was after he fell asleep and snored.
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it could have been thirty minutes shorter. I always feel like that in any an movie hour I watch. Movie. No, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it, was it, was I, yeah. it was two hours. It's two hours.
2: It could have been
1: like f- a forty-five minute movie. I got it.
3: Yeah, I just thought they did well with the kid. With the kid the story. Was
1: by far the best part of the movie.
3: I'm a sucker for kid stuff.
1: He out-acted everybody, including Joaquin. He was convincing. He wasn't fine. Kids
0: usually, I mean, kids often have a hard time, and he wasn't a terrible actor. The kid from it's Jojo Rabbit. It's not his Raddick. fault he was in a
1: bad movie. Remember how good the kid from Jojo Rabbit yeah, was? was he got an Oscar nom. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he, he was, was all great. Right. Anyway, I feel like this will be a little bit sticky for me, so we'll check back in, but that's my number eight. And my number seven was also The Suicide Squad.
0: Wow, look at that, buds.
3: Suicide
2: squad buds.
0: How come? Oh, this is what she did to me the uh, night it came out. It was, you know, it came out in the theaters on HBO Max at, on the, at the same time. This is the world we're living in. Mm-hmm. I, we had tickets to see it that night. Uh, so as soon as I left, she just hit play and started watching it. She wasn't going to the, gonna go to the movie. She was going to watch it at home. And I'm like getting into the theater, you know, using the bathroom and stuff. You got to pee before you see the theater just so you feel totally comfortable. And she's sending me texts like, "Man, this is crazy." Wait, <laughs> man, I'm about to see it. Let me see. No, that opening good. scene
3: was crazy. <laughs> though. That's
2: good, Birds. I like that. That's good text.
3: I liked... Uh, Appropriate text. What's his name?
2: The Peacemaker, John Cena? No. Idris Elba?
3: No, the guy from SNL. <laughs> Pete Davidson.
0: Yeah, P- P- yeah, I appreciated Pete Davidson in it.
2: Oh, no, I was just so relieved
0: he got killed so uh, fast. I just appreciated his face. He's P- just mm-hmm. insufferable. Uh, my number seven favorite movie of 2021 was a... F- French surreal comedy called Mandibles. Man, Um. what a wild movie.
3: (laughs) That is not in your top (laughs) ten. Yes,
0: it is. It is something else. Uh, I was laughing and laughing and laughing. Uh, Afterwards, you you just can't wrap your head around this movie. If listeners haven't heard of it, it's about two idiots, um, criminals, who steal a car and find inside the trunk a fly the size of like a big dog, like a St. Bernard or something. And so they decide that they're going to train the fly and make a fortune while they're doing some other criminal activity. my gosh, yeah. it was I remember so that trailer. good. It's kind of like a super surreal Bill and Ted kind of premise or Beavis and Butthead. It's, you know, it, it, Abby's least favorite film genre is the dummy buddy comedy, it's like Bill so and familiar. Ted or Dumb and Jay and Silent Bob. Or, but you like Dumb I and I love Dumb and Dumber. Ordinarily. With the exception of one of the, you know, greatest comedies of all of time. All time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like this, but in such a sh- strange, and it's not like use surreal. It's just like committed to its. It doesn't, it, this is just reality in this movie. Giant fly. Giant fly. Yeah, I really appreciate it.
2: There's no explanation. They don't freak out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a giant. They just go. That's a big fly. Uh, Maybe we can use it to make some money. Yeah. Ah. I I
0: laughed a bunch. C'est fantastique. (laughs) 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 And they're speaking French, which is funny. Yeah, Hmm. It makes it funnier somehow. It's short, too. It's aware that it can't stretch its premise for very long. So it's under an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, I recommend it. I think if you like this kind of thing, you'll laugh a lot.
3: Let me tell you what. It sucked hearing. Without watching it, oh, I bet it was awful. You
2: don't like foreign
0: language. You heard me laughing though. You heard me laughing at it. You it was. You should have watched obnoxious it.
3: Obnoxious to hear.
0: You should have been in there watching <laughs> it. I don't want to spoil uh, the movie, but there's something that involves a horrible thing happening to a dog that,
2: <laughs> that they make really, really funny. <laughs> in fact, the character surrounding that dog was one of the funniest things. Oh my god! Check it out, yeah. Patrick. It's what's on your, Hulu.
0: Your number six favorite movie. My number six of 2021 is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, okay, wow, Tyler, what the heck?
1: No, we saw it coming. It was going to be a Patrick list at some point. It's fine. I see, I mean, it's my list. I mean, yeah, it, it's your list. We it's a that.
0: good movie. It's I like it. it was it. Here's, fine. here's the thing. It's an improvement. The, the story of, of this movie is bo- is bonkers. It really is. It's one of the stranger stories of a movie of <laughs> and our that time. What is it? That? That's
1: why it's on your list because of the no, how weird the the details it was to make it, it. Help create
0: the whole atmosphere in which it came out. And then, yeah, it's it like why you
1: like Evil Dead. The Evil Dead's a bad movie, but the Evil right. Dead is better than Zack Snyder's Justice League. It well, is, but, well, sure, sure, of course. But
0: people that love Evil Dead love the story of its creation as much as they love the movie. So it's a fascinating story and then it actually came out. You heard about it happening forever then it actually happened Uh and it came out like a competent good movie. It was super long and it was still a good movie. So long. Wait a minute. Remind me. Was this movie in black and white? Oh, there was a black and there white There was a black and, and white version. trailer. We watched the color version. We watched yeah. the color version. Yeah, because you are eyes working. The trailer was in black Because that's and how white. the superheroes experienced it. Yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> Superman chose a red cape for a reason. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, check it out. It's four hours of a good time. I've, I've
2: seen it. It's got like well, nine out Nick again. Cave songs in it.
1: I feel like what a, a great way to describe that film is that the absolute stupidest scene in the whole movie involves the flash oh he's he so mad about that the absolute <coughs> best scene in the whole movie involves the flash sure man we were actually trying to explain movie. it
0: to a coworker today and he's like oh should i watch that or is it just as bad we're like no no it's it's definitely better it's at least better but we think it's good he's like oh okay but how how different could it be we're like trust us it's an entirely different movie like yeah, but it's gonna have that same stupid bad guy. I was like, no, no, there's a different bad guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just couldn't wrap his head around the idea. He's like, wait, where well, there's a different bad guy? Yes, there's entire characters that are pivotal to the movie that are not in the other version. That's yeah. how different this is. Yeah, Henry
2: better. Cavill has a different
0: lip. <laughs> his lip. Yeah, his it's lip different.
2: is different.
0: Tyler, what's your
1: number six? My number six is Dazzleus the suicide squad. <laughs> okay, hey, that's there you go. go. That giant sea star. Woo! Space Star. What's his name? Starro? I don't know. Yeah. But that's uh, I think that's that's, it. that's two um, movies for <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> you know the the handsome black man. What's his name? Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. I've got Idris on my <laughs> list twice now. Starro the Conqueror. Yeah. I thought the Suicide Squad was underrated. It didn't get enough celebration in its moments. It was very, very clever. Every scene topped the one. It was before strange it. it
0: did not get as much appreciation. I think it's people just, got inoculated to I,
1: that. I, Cast of characters, well, it got I
0: first the it got yeah, good reviews. Which yeah, is, it just didn't get for it. being such an outrageous movie, people uh, uh, at least critically appreciated it, but it did not fare well right. at the box
1: office. No, remember that scene where they were breaking into that military camp to save some people, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and that's they got there, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And they realized that they were allies, not enemies, and they yeah, killed them after all.
0: they had just been brutally murdering everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's funny. That's funny.
1: Yeah, it's Idris.
0: Come on, Idris. Matt, what's your number six?
2: My number six is um, a movie called Antlers. It's very good, you guys. It's set in Oregon. It's scary. Kerry Russell and Jesse Plemons are in it. They both do. I very love well.
1: Jesse Plemons. I know you do. Uh, he's now great. I don't know what. To think Why do you
3: like him? He's fantastic.
1: Come he's on, I like amazing Jesse Plemons.
2: Actor. He's dark.
1: Yeah. He's mysterious.
2: He's he- Gary with a little dog in Game Night.
1: He he Funny. brings a certain uh like uh, very uh convincing edge to any role he plays. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who he is. Well, like, he, I don't know what this guy's capable of. In
3: something that I don't know. He's
1: in the uh, power of right the, the dog guy from the, uh,
3: power of the Dog yeah, from so. the
0: Black Mirror episode? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I don't like, I don't like his face. I don't like to look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> he, like he's married to Kirsten Dunst. Therefore, I don't like He's married to Kirsten Dunst?
2: Yep.
3: They they look like their brother and sister.
1: Well, that no, no, no. what does that matter? You're he still was, allowed
0: to get married. He was also the CIA guy in this year's Judas and the Black Messiah, right? Hmm. Yes. Yep. Um, so he's in that Well, movie now cool. I don't know what to think because Patrick, I was excited to watch Antlers. I was trying to get it in his homework. And then Patrick was like, mm, it sucked.
2: Nah, I don't. Here's, I got. It's up high on his list. I have yeah. one nitpick. There's a point when they use CG when they shouldn't have because it took me completely out of the movie and then, later, they choose to do practical stuff. I'm like, "Y'all, don't give me bad c g that takes me out, and then like real phenomenal puppets.
1: Listen, I agree with you. I'm personally offended by bad c g
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not acceptable, True, especially because it was such a pivotal it's such a pivotal point in the movie, and potentially one of the most horrifying shots in the whole movie, and it's spoiled because for some reason, I think people think CGI looks better than it does. And we know it can because we've all seen freaking apes. We have oh no, versus realistic, versus realistic exactly. apes. But when you're trying to do a person, your dear VFX artists, I don't think your CG looks as good as it does. For example, that final shot in the new Matrix movie where you just go, that's a PlayStation cut scene that you've just shown me. Yeah go away yeah
0: fun fact it was filmed on the same town as first blood
2: yeah i actually was looking that's at it rambo. and when they're in the main street What's and i was first like blood? oh i think this is rambo, rambo.
1: the yeah. first rambo, rambo bro
2: yeah i genuinely wondered bruh. if it was the same because yeah. it looks so rambo. similar wait
3: it's set in oregon though yes
2: yeah, Sus- Rambo, Sus- 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 rambo. Sus- but they're both is filmed in vancouver Canada? Canada. Well, yeah, you get that because tax it break. Looks, she it looks man. like it. You and like you can do it non-sag, so it's cheaper for your man, residuals. Man, freaking
0: sack. it's is,
3: <laughs> is Jesse Plummins in Hi- Hell or High Water?
2: No. No. Okay. That's that Chris is an Irishman. That's
0: Ben Foster. That's Chris Pine.
2: <laughs> Remember? Abby, what was your number
0: six? He possessed a
2: man in WW84. <laughs>
3: <laughs> My number six is Don't Look Up. Because... I liked it (laughs) Sweet. I thought it was interesting uh, entertaining and uh, Kate Blanchett who is one of my favorite actresses she's fantastic was unrecognizable to me I had to look up if it was actually her
2: those teeth man I don't know why because the moment
0: she was on the screen Abby started I could see her over there squinting and I was like what are you doing she said who is that I said it's Kate Blanchett yeah Never it's for a second did it was it not her? Plate, like, what? she said, Good She looks so weird." She looks. Blanchett.
3: And when I went to type it in, it said, "Why does Kate Blanchett look so weird?" And don't look up. It was like a million. Prosthetic. It wasn't prosthetic. Did you see? She didn't uh, have any prosthetics. She had teeth. Did you and they see just Bombshell? Did tons of makeup.
1: Teeth are prosthetics, though. So. Did you see Bombshell? Because no. those women had prosthetics on too. Did you not recognize any of them?
2: Oh, that one about the Fox News sex scandal. Yeah.
3: I didn't not think it was her. I just was thinking, like, what's wrong with her? thought she looked weird. Yeah, she looked weird. Oh, uh, well.
1: Yeah, she had prosthetics on.
3: <laughs> I don't know what... Uh,
0: okay. Josh? My number six favorite movie of the year. Uh, we did a whole episode on it already. Can you guess what it is? It was Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh. No way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah guess way.
2: I still haven't seen that. This I good.
0: talked about it on length on the podcast and felt like it was undeniably... Uh, joyous and satisfying and entertaining but simultaneously in a weird way um, kind of dorky and uh, inferior to the other two yeah I called it dorky fan fiction but that didn't stop me from liking it so it's number six on my list uh, because
2: you're a dorky fan
0: Bi- Biden fan. is
3: right in that that's what spread COVID.
0: Oh, that was a funny that was a funny <laughs> from gig. SNL. Yeah. 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 That was funny. It did make and is making heaps and heaps and heaps of cash. Hmm. Patrick, what was your number six of the year? I mean five. Five, five me. is uh don't look up.
1: Mm. Nice.
0: Yep. I like hey my number five is don't look up as well. Hey, no, you
1: can't say that until it comes back.
0: No, if it. you if you have the same exact
2: thing, you're supposed you, to. You just it's do like that. when you're playing snap with cards. Yeah, we get that. extra points.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Everybody said the things, but it, I thought it was just really fun. Uh, I really like uh, DiCaprio. He usually does cool stuff. And the the rumor
1: is the rumor this the speculation conspiracy is that when DiCaprio just. She goes crazy on the news network shouting into the camera about how we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. That's just him being his activist self. Like he actually is just being... Well,
0: I mean, either way, he's just doing a little method, tapping into his sure, you know, real Tapping feelings. into
1: his own climate change. I
3: thought Jonah yeah. Hill fears. was so freaking funny.
0: He was really funny. He was the funny. Part, he's like, oh man, I timed them all. He just right or whatever. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what's funny
0: about, Tyler was doing his bit on Adam McKay earlier, and I've only seen, um, I haven't seen Step Brothers, but I've seen Vice, and Vice had that same kind of uh, hyper-reality style to it, like exaggerated, and, but it was a little more grounded than Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up is obviously yeah. science fiction. Yeah. Uh, But what I like, I really have always loved hardcore satire. Satire that's so on the nose and ridiculous that it's almost like mean-spirited, you know? Like it's just making fun of, uh, unashamedly poking fun at a thing to the point where people should say, we get it, we freaking get it. And then I was surprised when the movie was over. I was like, oh man, I bet the people are just thrilled about that because it has its you know, very particular and uh, message that's popular amongst, you know, the Hollywood. Los Angeles film criticism and everything, but they didn't, this thing was pretty divisive and got a lot of bad reviews and people were complaining that it was too preachy. And I'm like, but it's that it's right. satire. Satire is supposed to be yeah. over the top and good satire is smart. You can tell like, Oh, it's clever when somebody is trying to give you a message. And this one was a little thick at times, but in, in not a bad way, I think, but when it's still funny and the uh, comedy delivers the message, that's mm-hmm. that's good it's, storytelling, yeah. man. The over-the-top nature is what made it uh, appealing to me. I think if it was a little more subtle and not as in We're your face, it would
2: not have been funny. You the know bad. what
0: I think was Jennifer
1: Lawrence was great.
2: Was bad storytelling in it? The incredibly tired look at this intelligent girl who has weird hair and listens to heavy metal whilst working on a computer trope. Yeah cuz that's really boring. It's a
1: bit cliche but I thought she did it well.
2: Well yeah, she was great, but why did why if a girl woman is working oh, on a computer? A woman. Why if why if a woman that is working on a computer punk. do we have to somehow they don't like, have to like, make she- her alternative as well like why can't it just be like Yes, I just have a, like a normal person's haircut, and I listen to Taylor Swift, and because I work she on my computer. Because she did. She and I'm intelligent. She
3: it's did, so that Jonah didn't. Hill could make fun of her and have a yeah, really funny character, part of had, that, I mean,
0: was that was her really character kind of You just looks <laughs> so bad when you cry. She, <laughs> she, had
1: <the> best, <laughs> she had the best recurring bit in the whole movie, her whole, her whole anger about the snacks and water. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he just, it is outrageous. He just he's lied. an <laughs> American general. Yeah. Why did he charge us? Timothy
2: Chalamet was so good in that.
1: And then oh, there was share.
2: that uh like reciprocated
0: anecdote about Sting farting.
1: <laughs> Remember that?
0: <laughs> I yeah. I was like, and he just looked right at me <laughs> and farted. <laughs> and, he was like, and somehow he pulled it off.
4: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was great. It's, so all
1: that to say we we like don't look up. Yeah. yeah. Tyler, what's your number five? Uh my number five is another Netflix original. Netflix is just buying all these movies. I don't...
2: There's so many of them. So they want so to, something for every person in the house to watch brand new every uh, night. That's God, their business yeah. model. It's, just,
1: it's the like incredible. Arcade Fire. Was so good. It's like Arcade Fire always said. It's infinite content. Mm-hmm. All our money is already spent on infinite content. You going to do the song? <laughs> Tell us what your number <laughs> you five is. You are to keep going is, on man. the lyrics? Uh, my number five is a... Now help me with this. Is it Ralph Fiennes? No. Ralph it's Breaks
0: the Internet was not Fiennes. this year. It's Rafe Fiennes. Fiennes. Rafe.
2: Rafe. Rafe
0: Rafe, Rafe Fiennes. Ralph Rafe. Fiennes. Ralph, Ralph, at all, Fiennes. Huh? Ralph
1: Fiennes? No, no, no. It, is. it is Rafe. Rafe. There's a silent L in there.
2: Y- sure.
1: It's it's spelled R-A-L-P-H. No, it's it really I. is <laughs> Rafe. It really <laughs> is Rafe. We're not being Rafe. yet. Yeah. Fines. Yeah, yes. so
3: you say Ray Fines.
1: Yeah, Ray Fines and Carrie Mulligan uh did a Are you I'm describing I know and the I The dig. Did, what? The dig. You loved it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Man, That's it, it, very looked bad. it looked it yeah. looked boring. Fifth
2: best movie of the year. It's my number 5. Him in olden times digging up a even older boat. 1940s. <laughs> what
3: is this movie? It, <laughs> it looks like a movie my mom would watch.
1: Yeah.
3: It
2: I looks watched well. it, it, looks and so I thought, I
1: it and I thought, I bet Philippa's peeped this and she enjoyed could it. be all of your mom's favorites, but <laughs> I enjoyed Tyler. it. Plus Tyler. What? what? Listen, I will oh, sit down. That? I will sit down with Philippa and en- and enjoy this film with her. She'd have a lovely time.
4: <laughs> what did Matt but say?
1: An <laughs> <Is that just laughs> old man digging an up old an, man even an older old boat. old
4: <laughs> boat. <laughs> <Digging> <laughs> <up>. It's
1: <laughs> from nineteen forties, like nineteen thirty nine. Yeah, right <laughs> on brink of the war. Brink of the war. Yes. Yeah.
3: You know, I bet that would have been on Bethy's list.
1: You know what? It, it probably would have. But it should have
2: yeah. been out. in black and white. Right, because oh, that would have
1: made it better. That would yeah. have made it
2: even better. That's oh. how they it's saw the world better, because that's how their eyes worked.
3: They should have, yeah. <laughs> yeah more TV. I,
2: if they don't have
0: color TV, they can't see. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> right. In <laughs> German, it's called <laughs> <laughs> Diagrasbung. <De> <laughs> 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 All right, I'm, I'm being sold on. Did it. you it's like serious.
2: it? Because it was um, so. I'm so glad I don't know what this is. This is Kerry Nolligan and like this. Is the best equal opportunity digging. <laughs> uh I'm a big I'm a
1: big I'm a big advocate for equal opportunity <laughs> He's digging. Always been right. an activist. You
2: are pro equal digging. Uh
1: I feel like the stakes honestly the stakes are not high in this film. They're so <laughs> low. It's old wood. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hurry, dig it up.
1: But but Oh, listen.
2: it's raining. The woods going to get I, wet. I
1: find something I find something about this type of film very endearing where it's like it's historic, and it's it's like uh, it's very low stakes. It's a very you know unimportant storyline to the rest of humanity, but but the what what the characters are going through this idea of believing in yourself and and like you know overcoming the odds and the criticism against you and finding like this meaning in your life in this moment that does have a connection to something bigger than you is is nice you know it's not it's nice it's not <laughs> it nice it's not the suicide Isn't squad it just like a rich right. they're not fighting uh, a 100 foot sea star but There is something unique about this small space and the moments they experience. I also think the movie was really beautifully made Mm -hmm. and well-written. That's true.
3: So like a wealthy white woman? Yes.
1: It's such low stakes, but it's a beautiful (laughs) film with a lot of heart and humanity that I really enjoyed. Do they kiss? Uh, Does Ralph, Ralph Rafe? Rafe. Rafe it is and Carrie uh, Mulligan Kiss? I can't spoil that for you. It's absolutely not. It's not a love story in
2: any way, shape, or form. There's no romantic overtones. Okay. Well, he spoiled it for you. Yeah. Well, huge spoilers.
3: I actually wanted to see it. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it when not I watched it. Watch I just it.
2: cannot believe that it's that high on your lips. No, <laughs> y-
0: y'all couldn't see Matt's face. There was genuine shock.
1: <laughs> it's probably higher genuine than it shock. should be, but I, en- I enjoy films like this. I, I think I have a uh an old soul. You're an old <laughs> you're an old English woman I'm, I'm on the really inside. really Sophisticated is what I'm trying to trying to prove here. I um I think that I have like a, a particular appreciation for these historic period pieces that are made beautifully and thoughtfully.
2: Have you seen uh Shadowlands or Gosford no. Park or no. Remains of the Day? No. You would probably love all of them
1: great i'll I'll watch them (laughs) okay two of them have
2: anthony hopkins in
0: what's your number five
2: my number five is um a horror movie made by written and directed by british
1: writer and director ben wheatley called in the earth Oh, is it like a, a, an old Anglo Saxon ship? Is it in the earth that they <laughs> dig it out? And no,
0: no. It's not. It's a different movie. Oh.
2: It's modern times, so it's new pants. Ah. And none digging <laughs> at all. Yeah, <laughs> Except, been, actually, a tiny bit at the beginning that comes into play later in a beautifully horrifying way. How
1: do they know what's in
2: the earth is in the earth? Oh, with either, potentially. Witchcraft or science, who knows? I'm on to to the, the, the earth,
0: but I missed it. But, correct, uh, wasn't it uh, didn't it have something to do with a virus,
2: a fungus?
0: A fungus. I remember when it was something about people being sick, and oh. you know, people were like, Oh, wow, yeah. And yeah. the How very timely. beginning,
2: there's reference to a pandemic, which obviously now everyone's like, Oh, COVID times, but it's really great because it says it's a pandemic movie, and then it goes, No, nah, it ain't. And then it goes crazy. In the it's Earth. really so good. And the soundtrack is very synthy. It felt very like John Carpentry, which was cool. And the use of um, lighting to completely disorient you while you're watching it is so clever. And yeah, it, I think it's just an excellent story. And it's incredibly well crafted.
0: Indeed. The movie poster looks really cool. Okay, Patrick likes the movie poster. So yeah, but
2: remember that one movie poster that had the dog barking and it was dark. Was yeah, it was that one
0: looked amazing. That was uh, they come at night.
2: Yeah, it was bad.
0: Yeah, it was bad. But the movie poster
2: was awesome. Yeah, it was a rocking poster. It wasn't bad. It was it, they come was, at night? it, was, yeah. it was it comes m- at
0: night. Medium to bad. It comes at night. Yeah, that's even better. Great title. Abby, was your number five?
3: Uh, my number five is the father. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the father. Yeah, Why?
3: we already, we already talked about it a little bit. Uh, it was just very unsettling. Um,
0: yeah, it's an appropriate word for that movie.
3: Very uh disorienting uh, is maybe a better guy. word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am just amazed at a man that's almost ninety years old. Can do so much.
0: He has it, man. He's got the gift. Whew. Love it. My number uh, four or fourth? Five. I said five. All right, it was mm-hmm. Patrick? No, okay. So we'll go back. You can't. Gi- he's I got to do number I four. I won't skip it. Yeah, my number five was "Don't Look Up." Patrick, no. what was your number four? My number four is uh, "No Time to Die." Uh, man, Bond. Slapped, the conclusion. Huh? Conclusion to the James the conclusion, Bond right, uh, that's It's fine. Tyler does not approve of your list know, at but all. but you know what? It's fine. Tyler's wrong, man. He's putting He's old lady dig. movies
2: on his list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the That's <Dick>. true. Yeah. <laughs> dig it, baby. I really like the James Bond franchise, and I thought this was a great conclusion to it. Yeah, it's a good conclusion. This should
1: be concluded.
0: Right. So, my (laughs) criteria, the way I'm formulating my list, this fit perfectly in it. And I thought it was really good.
1: (laughs) It's no Skyfall.
0: Here, let me ask you a couple of questions about it. It's like Spectre
1: Part 2. No, it's not Spectre.
2: It it references Spectre, but it is just a different caliber of movie entirely to Spectre. It's better. Spectre was a bad movie. Yeah, so Spectre's a bad is movie. This is a good movie.
0: Let me ask you a, c- a couple questions about it because I didn't see it because I don't like those movies. I've learned that about myself trying desperately to...
1: You don't like spy movies.
0: I don't like spy movies and I don't like the Bond movies at all. Or the Bond.
1: Everyone or comes no, We enjoyed like, oh, the man from
0: Uncle. Dude, if you... You'll like this one. You've got to see this one. And then I watch it and I'm like, that, I didn't like it. But these, these are the two reviews I heard uh, of... The new Bond movie. Sometimes from the same person, but often these are the two camps. I want mm-hmm. you to tell me if they're accurate. One, oh my God, man, that is the movie made for the big screen. It's such a, it's pure spectacle, so thrilling. You don't even have to care about James Bond, man. That thing's just cinema gold, eh. escapism, a blast. It. It sure. was a very fun theater experience, but big. Sure, yes, sure. we'll mm-hmm. say that. Big yeah, action sure. set pieces. Big action set yep, pieces, yep. The other one is, oh, my God, I didn't realize that I had to have, have – I was going to need to have memorized all the other James Bond movies with Daniel Craig before I went to this one just to understand it. Absolutely. I watched them all getting <laughs> yeah, ready do, for it. Do your work. Yeah. But they're, they extend out over such a long yeah. period of time. Earn yeah, the Bush your, your place. place. The
1: very first Daniel Craig 007 was Casino Royale. It came out in 2006. Yeah. But the this movie, is so who doesn't remember that he gets whipped
2: in the nuts with a freaking first yeah. movie? That's how long that are the drugged, all the doing. other movies.
0: They're all very very Been going It's 1962. So could you watch it and still like it, or w- is it just the kind of thing where it would your appreciation would be embellished if you remembered everything?
2: Uh, or you I would think you'd be, be confused if you haven't seen. I think it, I think you have to have at least seen Spectre.
0: And Casino Royale.
2: Yeah, those. You don't have to see Quantum of Solace. You don't have to see Skyfall, but you'd be an idiot not to. Quantum it's of Solace.
1: Immense. Quantum of Solace is when um, everyone's sad because th- there's what not the enough villain, water. The
2: villains from Quantum of Solace. The villain in this is from Quantum of Solace.
0: Mm-mm. No, I thought that. Uh, no, it's Freddie Mercury. Blofeld? It's bad impression Freddie Mercury.
1: Right. No, guy. not him. Um, christophe waltz is from specter from specter just specter i thought yes. it was quantum of solace who was the bad guy in quantum of solace that one guy who's
2: french who shows up and stuff and no one knows his name
0: uh, uh it got it got some the knives out blade runner girl she's a bond girl now that was my that was my only like oh man that was Anna a bummer
1: on a day yeah
0: she's in it for like 10 minutes yeah, yeah. she's, she's awesome so she good in it. but yeah. then she's just gone Oh, really? Yeah, the trailer trailer makes it look like she's the the Bond girl. Yeah, She's definitely not the Bond girl. She had a fantastic scene. Yeah. You want to see her go through the whole movie, but she's gone at the first half of it.
3: Interesting.
1: Which was a shame. Yeah. Tyler, what's your number four? My number four is based out of Loyalty to this director. He's
0: not looking at a list at all. He's looking around the room like it's <laughs> His list
1: is in his heart. Okay. My number four is based out of loyalty to the director and my sheer... um, uh, My sheer admiration for his creativity, even though he's just becoming more and more of a cliche. Ridley Scott. The French Dispatch. Oh.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. I,
1: I loved it. I thought it was so clever so creative he keeps pushing the bounds of his own aesthetic and his own storytelling and it's just quirky as hell which is what he's going for every time but it's just he's just becoming just a caricature of himself more and more every time that was the
0: criticism i read of this movie in particular it was the ultimate how how does he not do
3: that it's I, think I feel like he would shoot himself in the foot
0: no he's escaped his contrivances a couple of times that i thought I, isle of dogs was the least wes anderson agreed yeah.
3: that's true it had Maybe. the
1: humor in it but it wasn't over
0: it didn't over. look like or feel it like it had the cast this is back uh, to more of his I think staples
1: it looked and felt like wes anderson but in new ways the, if you're paying attention to what he's known for most like the fundamentals of what is a wes anderson it very much is present in Isle of Dogs. serif fawn over everything. But in new ways, not in old ways redone differently.
0: Yeah, what I mean is that you know how now it's a popular thing to do a Wes Anderson parody mm-hmm. yeah. and his style has become so static it's symmetry that they're always accurate. It's just yeah. like, it looks like it could be. Isle of Dogs at least stepped out of those cliches.
2: Yeah. Yep. Whereas where where like Moonrise this?
0: Kingdom is just like... Moonrise Yope.
2: Kingdom is both bad and also weird with the kids. <laughs> like, I have... We, I when have,
1: they are in their underwear kissing?
2: Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing, Wes Anderson? This feels a little bit, like, borderline yeah. problematic.
0: Yeah, Can we maybe move weird. back from that? But you it's like weird. The French Dispatch. That's where we're back to now.
1: I liked it. I was really impressed with his his ability to craft a story like this. It's as much as it's cliche, it's also original. It is very unique and original. I, and, I completely agree with that. And I and I really enjoyed it. Why black as, and as white? As much as much as I want him to, to step out of his own the own, this box he's put himself in, it's still a really great box. I mean he's yeah. his, it's his I feel quality. like if it's, his it's his not box. broke, don't fix it. Uh, Maybe fix it,
3: but it's also great. I don't think he can help that people have made his thing like, you know, there's all these like coffee table books called like accidentally Wes Anderson. If there's like wallpapered Houses. He can definitely help
0: it. He's going out of his way to do it. It's, it's almost doing, just right, like yeah. it's really like,
2: hard to make a movie. He's not doing it by accident. He's in. He's like ACDC in a
0: filmmaker. It's just like, yep, here's that record again. Yep, here's mm-hmm. that record again. He just does the same
1: or the Ramones well, or something. It's there's like there's, there's, these, three there's yeah. these three chords again. There's these three
0: there's chords, again. chords again. There's these. There's
1: certain directors. That's what they're known for. Even even Zack Snyder is just doing the same thing over and over. Here's high contrast, slow motion, very gritty and violent. He has an aesthetic. Even Guy Ritchie has a similar aesthetic. Wes Anderson, he just keeps going deeper, yeah, it's and a deeper good point. into I, his thing.
0: I wonder why that is. I mean, you're right. There's definitely characters that have such a specific auteur style yeah. that you can pick it out of a lineup. Yeah. I think maybe Wes Anderson's is just so, like you said, so anchored in its quirkiness. Well, and it's, it's so easy to pick on. It's so noticeable. I say
1: quirky as hell, is what I said.
0: Yeah, and it's also, yeah. it feels like it's safe in that. Like, um, Tarantino has a similar thing. Oh, right? yeah. But Tarantino, example. every time you see some of his stuff, if you like it or don't like it, you're like, well, that's, that was different because he's stretching in different ways. It feels like Wes Anderson is not stretching in different ways. He's just, that's yeah, true. but Tarantino, going further down the hole. Tarantino can lift his trademark style. Out of one genre and set it down in another genre. Maybe that's and more of like a problem. His, his fingerprints. Right. On. Wes Anderson does not deviate Wes from his genre aesthetically,
2: <laughs> and genre remains the same. Yeah, it's, it's always like ...a you know, small group of people, ad, almost adventure happening films. Sure, ones in New York, ones on a boat, ones on an island, but they're all essentially the same. And look very similar. But then you have like Fincher. Delivering dry, awkward dialogue. Exactly. And then you have people like Fincher or Snyder or um, Tarantino who are similar in the fact that they have an aesthetic. Like you can watch a Fincher movie and go, well, that's obviously a Fincher movie, but they're not all the same. One of them is about Ben Affleck and his crazy wife, and one of them is about uh tyler jordan getting punched in the ear yeah you know that's
0: that's a good point uh fincher his he's got such a specific style that you can put it on a movie that he shouldn't have made on paper right and, you, and it gets elevated it's like you know oh fincher directed gone girl yep it seems very finchery but it's outside of his box and he made it his own the
2: freaking right. social network yeah. like that shouldn't be a good movie I hate Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook sucks and is seems now Seems like a just, boring story. It seems so, so tedious. Boring. Nerds yeah, he made so a great Nerds objectifying women at Harvard because they're angry at their girlfriends for yeah, dumping them. So stupid. With some twins
1: that row crew.
2: Awful. I'll watch so that movie stupid. anytime it's on in a room. Actively will seek it out. It's amazing. Honestly, I
1: wish that Fincher, Reznor, and Sorkin had made a different movie. Because you're so mad about Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook is stupid. It's the
2: worst. It's a good movie, though. It's a
1: great movie. Because the three of them made it, not because it's about Facebook. Well, yeah, yeah. Test doesn't
3: it. really make them out to be good,
1: though. No, it villainizes them pretty good. As well it should.
3: Yeah. Matt,
2: <laughs> what was your freaking number four? My number four was a movie called Shiva Baby. What the heck is that?
1: Oh, yeah, is that good?
2: It's... Uh, Fourth Number Goodest. Four? look good. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth Goodest. Fourth Goodest. It's about a, a I'm j- it up, young um, bisexual Jewish woman. My favorite Jewish. <laughs> the young bisexuals. <laughs> they're the your young face, bisexual. <laughs> who goes to a shiver.
1: I couldn't even get to my own joke.
2: <laughs> w- before she goes in is like prepped by her mom about how she's supposed to behave. And then immediately is stuck in this incredibly tense, horrible, like going back to your old neighborhood, everyone asking how you're doing. Plus then her sugar daddy walks in and then his non-Jewish wife and their baby arrive. And then she's stuck in this situation with her parents, a certain level of expectation. It gets really claustrophobic. Her ex-girlfriend is there and it's and it's scored like a horror movie, and it's this tense, close, horrifying, incredibly mundane, normal thing that's just so well-written and so uh, well-acted. It's awesome,
1: okay. I love this. High praise. Sounds good. Well, I, I wanna watch it, not, yeah. not because of your review, but wow. well, more now. More I now. I watch suppose. it because of your review. Yeah, yeah, listen, yeah. I I wanted to watch it beforehand, but now you've t- convinced no, no. me Tyler to make Tyler it a priority. Just learned what it was, and now he's excited. I just want I just want to make sure that everyone knows I heard of it. Unlike Josh, I had not heard of it. was news to me. It's a good time. I, I was really? looking it up as he said. I'm so. glad someone watched it. And is it American? It can confirm that it's yeah. it's, it's worthy of. Well, what difference the, does it make,
0: like, Tyler? I haven't heard of it. You haven't seen it.
3: We're just I've a bunch heard of it and seen it.
0: Yeah, Matt won. He won this time. He did. Good for you. Abby, what's your number fourth favorite movie of twenty twenty one?
3: My number four favorite movie of twenty twenty one is Cherry.
0: Ooh, hi. Do you have uh something to add to the the things that were said or agreement or disagreement over the things that How were How do you feel about the bad one? editing?
3: I didn't feel like it was bad editing. I thought it was uh right editing for mm. uh the kind of movie it was. It was oh. a very druggy movie. Agreed. Mm. Uh
1: mm. Kind of yeah. edited like a Michael Bay
2: film. No. no false. It was not. There were
1: absolutely no spin around the people as they look up. Shots. Not the cinematography. I mean, like the saturation and the color grading. It oh, was, I thought that was It fine.
3: was totally fine.
2: No, it
1: wasn't. For a
3: drug movie.
1: And yeah. I love a start at the end
2: movie. Yeah. Love a start. Yes. Yeah, that's start a good one. Start me at the end of the movie. That's, and it feels like weak. It feels like <laughs> weak storytelling. No way, man. Fight Club, gun in the mouth. Start at the end. Love it.
3: It was so immersive. I felt like.
2: You I
0: needed to shower heroin.
3: after. I'm like, this is... Mm. They're so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: when well, we like feeling superior to the characters. And that guy
2: from Midsommar was in it, and, and he how was great.
3: Uh, Oh, they make some bad choices. It was a good movie. <laughs> they sure
2: do, Abby. <laughs> they make some really bad choices. They make some poor choices. That's what junkies
0: yeah, do. Yeah, I
3: guess the ending was good, but I don't remember
1: that's it. What the <laughs> That's what the military will do to you, Abby. Don't join the military. I, I mean, think. that is a good moral to take away from that movie, if nothing yeah. else.
0: Yeah. My fourth favorite movie of 2021 was Dune. Uh, we did a whole episode on it. Uh, big fan of the book. I had a conflicted response to the movie, but then I watched it a couple more times, and Jeez, you did? yeah, I did. I did. It's weird because I, some of my conflicting feelings didn't go away, but it's just really—it's a movie that's really hard not to appreciate. You, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you it's can't help but admire the scope and the accomplishment.
1: Yeah, quite frankly, any criticism you can have in the film doesn't stand up to its accomplishments. Well, I mean,
0: there's there's really uh, this sounds like a bold thing to say about a movie that you feel conflicted about. It's not a perfect movie like I would describe some movies. So I think, oh, man, perfect. But it also isn't really a flawed movie. It's a, it's more like a movie you nitpick. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's it's a it's a genre movie. It's sci fi and it's long. So you nitpick this and that decision. But then when you're sitting there watching it as a feat of filmmaking, you can't find a lot of fault with it. No, you're just like, man, these guys knocked it out of the park. Yep. So it's a conflicted number four overall. I, overall, I really uh, like doing a lot. Appreciate it. Totally, Patrick. Number yeah. three, right at the top. Yeah. So let me tell you this, Tyler. Since you've yeah. been just uh, not supporting. Yeah, me he's at gonna all hate what list. you picked. He's gonna hate it. <coughs> have has it felt supported by is it is Spider-Man? Um, my number, my three, is were dude? surprising to me because. I, I told you my formula for making the list. Yeah. I decided to stick to it through all throughout. Stickiness. And then, and then when I got to the end, I was like, this, these top three don't make a lot of sense to no. me. But I stuck to it. And this okay. is where I landed. Let's hear it. Number three
1: is Spider-Man. <laughs> way home. I, I thought it was super fun. But sure. It, you're the, one of those the, nerdy fans that are writing fan fiction. Did you submit some ideas to many, many all are, the Spider-Man Spider Marvel? But, but despite that Dark Dark content, Vader.
0: it did not have a lot of stickiness. Mm. You know, yeah, um, it stuck for like a day. It did. It was day day fun was to talk, talk about, about for a second, yeah. but it's, it's hard to get those webs um, off. I'm really concerned that after in Endgame kind of killed the whole MCU thing for me because now I'm just not. It's just not as exciting. It's, it's not exactly as exciting. As I feel. And yeah. Spider-Man was fun, but it was just kind of like even that was like yeah.
2: Where are the stakes now? I'm not going to invest in
0: they're, The stakes yeah. are gone. They're gone. But the characters that you love when they reappear, they're enough to make you go oh yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So there's I still like Tom a Tom Thor Holland movie and, and some Guardians I mean? movies coming out, and that might you know help it out.
2: Yeah. I'm excited for Love and Thunder.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah there was a. I was talking with someone recently about um No Way Home and I was like yeah it's like the biggest Marvel film since uh Endgame the the theater reactions are like you know It was me you were similar. talking to me about that Was I? Uh, I don't know. Really. I, I, I was party. talking to someone else too where no, I actually pulled out I pulled out a YouTube clip of theater reactions to Endgame and I said have you seen these? You know what? You know what? Uh, what a moment it was in time when people went to see Endgame in theaters and they were reacting to those ending scenes, like the the third act of the film,
3: like crying. Well, he's he's
1: and I showed. He's it, it. Some I showed to some people, and it's like, there's one clip in particular where you can see people standing up and like holding their hands on top of their heads and freaking out when Cap does something, you know, when he's fighting f- Thanos or when. When Falcons, like on your left, and you can hear people losing their minds screaming in these theaters, and I thought yep. that was a unique moment that we will never, ever beat. However, no way home had a glimmer of that with we the did Spider-Man. honestly,
0: our theater on opening night, Thursday night, the theater. It wasn't too, uh, quite to that degree, but it was comparable to my theater for Endgame. It, it was, yeah, people several long scenes of a, or instances of applause. Yeah, people hooting and hollering, and not in an annoying way. It was it was pretty exciting. It was, it was good. Like, yeah. yeah. Hmm.
1: So I I respect No Way Home for that ability to recreate the magic of Endgame that we never thought we would ever live to see again. Yeah.
0: Tyler, what do you have at number three?
1: My number three is from this uh, very How you obscure memorize director, your list? huh? How do you memorize your list? Uh, what do you mean? I it's just there's only ten on there. He looks in between people.
0: Oh, okay. Every time it gets to him, he's never looking he, down. He I'm peeps impressed. it again. Now his hands over. Do his you want to know gun. what my number three is? Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs>
1: my number three is from a very obscure director. You may have never heard of him. His name. He's French. He's French Canadian actually. Uh, Denis Villeneuve. Oh yeah, he made familiar. this film called Dune, that I have at number three. Oh, nice, great. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. <laughs> Matt, have you ever heard of Dune? Have you read the book? It's actually a book that they made a movie on. Oh man, I should about. probably check that out. You should check it out. You might like Boy, it. Well, you know, I got that it's nice Olio
2: Society version.
0: If of you, you need, if you need to write a book report now, you can watch the movie.
1: I've never read the book, but uh, but Denis Villeneuve uh, is you know unstoppable. He has read it. He's read it, I'm sure, a few
0: times. One of our greatest living directors, right? He now. is our honestly,
1: great. yes. People keep saying Spielberg is the greatest direct living director of all time. Living director of all that doesn't make sense. No, it our doesn't. current the best director of our age. And I don't know if that's true anymore. Viniew and others like him are coming in and making movies way better than Spielberg.
0: Spielberg it, is just he's p- past his prime. I mean unless you talk to people who are bombs about it. If you are putting Villeneuve
1: up now in his prime against Spielberg in his prime, Villeneuve is going to win, but maybe it's just because it's 40 years later or whatever. I don't know, I'm man. Just Poltergeist saying Poltergeist holds up. Villeneuve is is you can't ignore him. It's just one great movie after another and Dune is is and
3: Sandra Bullock comes back to her. She worked with him.
1: I don't know if it's at the top, but it's... You what? Know, it's, when, is she when did Sandra Bullock work Gravity? with Denis No, that's...
0: Uh, that's, uh,
1: that's Children
0: of Men.
2: That's Cure. Uh, Q- well, it's yeah. similar. The guy Alexander that did the third <laughs> Harry Potter.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, come Cura. on, around here we uh, recognize him for Children no, of Men. Uh, I know,
2: but also the third Harry Potter, which is the best, largely because of his directorial choice. I
1: feel like I mix this up a lot. Curon did Gravity and Children of Men, and yes. then... Um, Roma? Roma was, Kiron? Yeah, same yeah. Dude. Also, him. Who, who did? Um, who did uh, sure. the Revenant? That was no, that's 2. That's the Birdman guy. Inyari 2. too. Yeah. yeah. yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah Birdman was great. <sighs> it was, it the was Revenant, not so much. Matt, what do you have at number three?
2: Um, my top three are all, as I referenced earlier, the movies where I was incredibly hyped going in. And these three met and/or exceeded my hype, dude. My third one is dude.
1: no time to die. Mm, there you go. That's higher than Patrick had it. It's true. It is, and that's okay. You're British. Uh, your loyalty is is Un- your unquestioning. Opinion.
0: This is a real question. Yeah. You know, I know you're not like Mr. Uh, British patriot per se, mm. but as a British person, do you have? Do you feel like you have a certain British affinity for Double O Seven?
2: Yeah, I think not in like a queen and country way, but even in just a level of nostalgia, like when I was growing up, every Christmas day, there was a James Bond movie on and I'd watch it with my family and I grew up watching those movies. I grew up arguing with my friends about who the best Bond was up to and including Pierce Brosnan, obviously Sean Connery, Always and Forever. Um, And I, yeah, We've talked I've talked about it before on the podcast like I really love Daniel Craig's Bond I think he's excellent and I think this was a phenomenal conclusion to his hmm. saga I had like two nitpicks and Patrick said now nah, you're wrong about him and showed me the error of my ways and so now I'm nitpick free
1: Oh really did you untangled you, <laughs> your nitpicks Did you see that uh, interview with Henry Cavill that he said back in 06 when they were casting for Casino Royale It was between him and um, Daniel Craig, but Henry Cavill was accused of not being in good enough shape, so he didn't get the part. (laughs) Oh wow! Dang. Later, he he, has a
0: very uh, you know like handsome spy man. I mean, he's been in spy movies. Yeah, he He went on to be
1: Superman and uh, Man from Uncle, which is a spy and Garot of Rivia in The Witcher. How would you? possible spy. How would you feel if Henry Cavill had been? 007 all this time? I,
0: he must have been very baby mean, I, back then.
2: Arguably probably. in one version of the multiverse he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if he became
1: the next 007?
2: I'd be fine with that. He's a, a wonderful actor who I think would do the part justice. Mm-hmm. But League. I wouldn't <laughs> be shocked if they choose, rightfully so, a person of color. Idris instead of a white man Idris is too old yeah he getting
0: old now he missed it
2: he was real old in
1: that western yeah Abby what do you have at number John three John Boyega maybe
0: mm.
3: I have at my number three Quiet Place 2
0: so, wow well, super high dang that's really high
3: yeah it was really sticky with me
0: how come because of that baby I mean I'm not saying it was bad but
3: yeah I felt like overall it was a movie about motherhood
0: that's yeah that's your take on the world
3: and this
0: one was still a mo- movie about motherhood yeah she yeah. she kind of took us uh, she got a little bit sidelined she did yeah for the daughter and cillian murphy
3: oh uh,
0: it's unclehood mm. it's about unclehood <laughs> nah. even though he wasn't her uncle i know What's about of you know. friend of the familyhood. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> I think she had to entrust her it's children. Was, it was a lot about like, trusting her children to do the right thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the truth.
3: Yeah, it was just sticky to me for some reason. And that's why.
0: Yeah, you know, the, the fun, quiet place phenomenon, especially when the first movie came out, uh, I was telling... People that were like, oh, man, did you see this thing? It's good. So this a Quiet Place is great kiddie pool horror or introductory horror. It's very yep. low stakes horror. Yep. And people are like, well, this is great. And you're like, oh, there's actually a lot of horror monster, monster movies, especially that are similar. This is a very good one. But if you're looking for like a gateway <laughs> into your first horror movie, <laughs> Quiet, yeah. place. Quiet Place. Yep. My third favorite movie of 2021 was Cherry.
1: How'd you just about that editing though. I
0: actually didn't have huge problems with it, but I do understand what you're saying. Uh, I th- it this is what I liked and didn't like about uh, the I don't know the overall aesthetic and stylistic. It was super stylized. It's a super stylized movie, which isn't bad. It's not bad. Um, I appreciated that the Russo brothers clearly went all in. Um, yeah. They were like. We've chosen this hyper stylized, hyper reality thing that we're going to do with this movie. It's cut from a similar cloth as like Adam McKay or
1: like an Itania movie
0: that's, um takes Ugh. itself seriously, See, but I it's also rather, funny.
1: I would rather it be done in the style of Itania. I think it would have been much well, better. Well, it,
0: it's. I t- this is a weird sounding thing to say, but Itania is definitely more grounded than as far as Cherry goes. I appreciate that they chose something like that and they they were like, w- it's either going to work or it's not, but we're going for it. Mm-hmm. And they really, really went for it. Um, and I felt like there were a lot of times in the movie, like Matt, Matt said, when it worked, when they pulled it off, and I appreciated its super strangeness. And then there were a few times where I was like, eh, that decision didn't seem, seem like it landed as mm. much to me personally. I really did love that novel. Um, and I felt when I... I was like, what? They're Russo brothers? I mean, they're obviously very good directors, but not for this. I would imagine more like a David Fincher or something like that. Um, But they found a way to make it work. Overall, I was surprised it got as bad reviews as it did. Um, Mainly just because the performances, if nothing else, were so strong. Tom Holland. The performances were great. Yeah, and his co-star were fantastic. He was
3: surprising. It's an he and did it's did actually really well. an yeah. epic.
0: It's yeah. really long and yeah. it cu- it's like Forrest Gump he goes to war, he comes back home, yeah. he goes through all these different crises in his life. Yeah. And uh, I thi-
2: I think the the like color saturation and editing choices I think help because otherwise it would be cuz I would argue that there are parts of it that play like a comedy, which I think is important to break the tension because it is very bleak and if they'd gone with like a very flat, muted aesthetic it would have become so dour through those parts where they're that, yeah, like that's the in risk. their own filth no. you wouldn't have been able to enjoy <laughs>
0: even in I- other tanya, stuff. there's
1: comic relief yeah I d- well Shitani
0: sure. is pretty heavy on its on its sarcasm and comedy the, uh, this is a tragedy, right, and it takes its tragic moments seriously, but it's I don't know it's it's weird it's almost like a f- fight club like story in that it's really dark and upsetting but it has a lot of black comedy in it and I was wondering you know like it, it the f- the novel is first person and you're like how are they going to pull this off and they just actually have the protagonist turn around and monologue to yeah. the it camera it works to accomplish that kind of voiceover the style is great.
1: The script really works. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very good script.
0: I think overall don't be deterred by the bad reviews. I'd say give Cherry a a shot. I I have no idea why it's locked up in prison on Apple Plus. You cannot buy a Blu-ray. I tried. Yeah. You could not go see it in the movies. It is being Apple Plus. Whatever it's It's called. It's actually (laughs) called Apple T (laughs) V Plus.
3: (laughs) Apple T V Plus? Yes, that's what they call it. Apple TV.
0: Then they're holding it for ransom. So. You can't rent it anywhere either, can you?
1: Remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember when he eventually starts robbing banks and he's dressed like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Oh, I loved
2: that costume choice. Yeah. And I, thought I thought that was w- great.
1: What are they doing? This is great. I love it.
3: But a month of Apple TV is only $5, so it's kind of like a rental.
1: Oh, that's true. That's true. And then you yeah, watch, watch a movie Lasso, because that's
2: lovely.
3: It is.
0: All right, we're at the top tier. Patrick, what was your second favorite movie of 2021? Um, number two for me was The Suicide Squad. Hey, me uh, too.
1: <laughs> I did it again.
0: Yeah. Really? It just high. scratches all the edges. It was fun, funny. Afterwards, I'm still laughing about the jokes. We yeah. were still laughing about. You loved the jokes. watching
1: Pete Davidson die.
0: Yeah, he was great. What I did love the, that. I wish was it was that, real. One
1: dude, the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. So yeah. funny. James Gunn's brother, Rocket the, Raccoon. Yeah. The weasel was great.
0: Yeah. yeah, the weasel. I mean, spoilers for the Suicide Squad. The weasel has a great moment in the post-credit sting. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's some great
1: movie. I so heard somebody underrated.
0: complaining about him just the other day, and it made, it started making me reappreciate the movie. They're like <laughs> that thing at the beginning was gross. I was like, "What thing?" And they're was like, "That rat thing." I was <laughs> like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, he was great."
1: Yeah, it yeah. Co-
0: it commits to the absurdity of it all, and it never like stops being fun.
1: Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great.
0: <clears throat> it's fun to see what James Gunn did. With Without the PG 13 constraints, because clearly he's somebody who appreciates outrageousness and yeah. crassness. Right. He wants yeah. to push it. And somebody uh, said, I don't care, do whatever.
1: I appreciate like, oh, that hey. he
3: kept uh, Margot Robbie.
1: Yeah, she was good.
3: Which is. She was the ballsy. only
1: redeemable part of the last Suicide Squad. Yeah,
3: because yeah. she just does that well.
2: And she got her own mediocre movie. Yep. I mean, don't. Forget that that one guy wanted B.E.T. and then he went down into the water.
1: Thaw I'll get him never in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that.
0: He got B E T in prison in his he sewer did. prison. Uh-huh.
1: Oh gosh. The suicide <laughs> gone What is it that really did it for you, Patrick? Um You can't say anything we've already said. Oh, John Cena. I thought he was
0: <laughs>
2: the He's got a toilet, <laughs> toilet bowl on his head. He yeah. was funny. I got a handle to fun. him. He, he was really funny. is just
0: funny. a scene. At one part, he's just standing in his underwear for no reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: He's funny.
0: It's just good. What did he say about starfish buttholes or something like we're, that? They were taking notes and they <laughs> were <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a starfish. And some people say starfish is a butthole. Does it have anything? No. no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who's any, the, any connection? Who's connection?
3: the guy that kept seeing his mom?
0: The yeah, polka, polka dot man. man. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, polka
3: that was dot funny.
0: Man. Yeah. And then that, it kept, that joke kept escalating to the very, <laughs> he, saw, to the yeah, he saw the Kaiju <laughs> as the mom. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that, now that's out. That's outrageousness when it works across the board. Yeah. Tyler, what's your second favorite movie of 2021?
1: All right. So my top two really, really fall into the criteria of unexpected where I put it on and I have more than I, the dig. More than the dig. <laughs> Oh, the no. lifetime movie he likes
3: so much. <laughs> Are you about to say that Kristen Stewart movie?
1: Spencer? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, the top two really fall into the category of unexpected. Where I put it on, maybe I just had really low expectations, but as much as like you're able to expect, like maybe one or two elements, like oh, this is I see this coming. By the end of the film, you're like, I had no idea that's where they were going and You're impressed, you know, like with the storytelling, and you're surprised that you loved it. So, my number two is actually The Power of the Dog, another Netflix film. Man, you are all over Netflix I, for, I, for a Hulu heck, is, is this the, the Benedict? Cumberbatch you're just saying, that the
0: Fall was the best Western since Django. Oh, yeah, and then you put another, another Western another higher,
1: Western, another Western. <laughs> Because
0: Patrick this said This is that, the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch Western. He's Patrick, get
1: on him, man. He's been hating on your list. That that is probably what's what the heart of the fall microphone. is to Django, the power of the dog is to is to broke back mountain. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but but not what I expected. Exactly. Yeah. It's not what you expected. It's but not you expect. it's not is that a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. There's LGBTQ spoiler, like Spoiler, it's super gay. <laughs> you get that from the trailer. But watching the trailer, you're like, oh, I think I probably know where this is going. A spoiler is it dozens. And I remember being shockingly impressed with how it ends and it being really clever. And again, as it ends, I'm like, this has got to be based on some other source material. Just like Cherry, it's it's a it's a novel, with really, with really clever writing. I thought it was fantastic, and I I suggest everyone watches it.
0: Patrick, your rebuttal? Yeah, I thought it was pretty boring. And here's the thing: my
1: (laughs) biggest problem.
0: You didn't like The Heart of the Fall either. (laughs) Sounds like you don't like westerns. I do like westerns. Love Django, (laughs) Um, (laughs) barely. My biggest problem with the whole movie is I can't buy Benedict as the tough guy. Yeah He's the tough guy He's
1: the tough guy Nah man He's the tough Doctor guy Doctor Strange And he's whatever. a great actor But it I was plays just like more, yeah. It plays more off As the arrogant guy Who knows more than you So it's basically Just Doctor Strange in the cowboy hat
0: Yeah but he's doing, He's doing the tough stuff And I'm like I don't buy it Cowboy Strange But cowboy what, Strange. what
1: What works Is that he's the tough guy With a secret And then the secret Makes it like Oh so he's not really The tough guy Cause he likes as a Boys secret. I'm not saying that all right,
0: Matt. What was your second favorite movie?
2: Dune, y'all.
1: Dune, Dune y'all.
0: <laughs>
3: Dune,
2: fair enough. Dune, y'all. Freaking ripped, so good. Ready for part two? Oh part yeah, ready, yeah. ready for them blue-eyed Fremen get nuts. I okay, guess so yeah, I'm
0: excited for part two as well. I Maybe. really loved all See those more flashbacks and
1: I can't get enough. <laughs> yeah, z- <laughs> this one needs <laughs> a few more slow motion. It has just as many dream uh, sequences. Dream sequences uh-huh. of Zendaya that I will I will just be so happy. Okay. Big fan.
3: There wasn't very many. It was way hyped up. It Twelve. was like you will not believe how many times it flashes it's, back. It's
1: a three hour movie and forty five minutes. They're not flashbacks, <laughs> they're <laughs> flash forwards. Zendaya. Yeah, oh, whatever. It's
2: premonitions. Burst,
0: it what was, was your they
3: were like ten seconds. It was like her hair blowing and she'd turn around like, who cares? It's
0: yeah, and then the seventh and eighth time like Abby's,
1: Abby has a crush on Zendaya i she just didn't have who a could problem blame
3: with her she's pretty Burgess. my number two go ahead it's godzilla versus kong mm, let's what
0: make, let's make out
3: <laughs> it was a fun movie <laughs> it's fun agreed
1: movie. <laughs> who won who won the fight kong no. what oh. <laughs> you've uh, seen a I'm different movie so you wow. a wow, okay cool with you i agree
0: it, that makes no sense. She doesn't sense. really think I think, think Kong
3: that. let him win.
0: She doesn't. That makes ex- no sense. So either. like it's. Kong let him mm. kill him?
3: It's kind of <laughs> like when I let the kids beat me at Mario Kart. It's like who really won? Totally. But Kong. like who won on paper? Kong won. No man.
1: You heard it. And she's just trying to No, antagonize. you heard it. Kong won.
3: It's a fun movie. I've seen it a bajillion times.
1: It's too many. What? I know you haven't seen it like twice.
3: No, because the kids watch it all the time.
1: It makes it feel like a bajillion.
3: Yeah, it's fun.
0: Well, like I said, my second was uh, also Suicide Squad. Patrick, that brings us to your favorite movie of all of twenty twenty one. Yeah, this is weird. I stuck to my formula when I got there. Sticky. It, it doesn't look right to me, but I left it there because <laughs> it made me laugh. My my number one movie is Pig. 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 Get out of here! Wow. <laughs> I loved Pig. Wow. Here's what I loved about it. Wow. Surprising. Did you like Nicholas Cage? <laughs> yeah. I thought uh, I read afterwards oh. that Nicolas Cage wanted to show that he could still do good acting, and I thought he did it in this he movie. He did. His performance is really solid. But I just loved the movie. <laughs> okay. I was captivated okay. by these. Oh, no, 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 yeah. No,
2: no, no, no. He said, number one is his. Yeah, yeah his I heard. Pig. I was peeing in the party, and I heard. Yeah. I'm sorry. You said pig. I said you pig. liked a movie where. He can't find his pig because he needs to buy some truffles or smell some truffles. And then he finds an underground fight club of waiters in a hotel basement. Yeah, yeah. That was a bad film. It was bonkers. I like the movie where
0: a small cast of characters all have to constantly reflect on their past uh, trauma and these horrible things they've gone through and decide to go back through it. Because that's the only way to move forward and they all have to kind of do it together at the same time realizing that an art or a craft is a way that can push them through if they can just find a way to make it together. Oh no, you're right. That's great. I don't remember it. It really really spooked me and afterwards I kept I kept thinking about it, I kept coming back to it. Man, Man, pig's great. No, Pig was pig was great. I, I think that here's my tell me what you think about this. This this is my critique and celebration of it. I think that the, I saw the trailer not knowing what it was, so I did watch the trailer. And I felt as if the trailer promised me something that was going to be a little more sinister. Um yeah. Maybe a little more bloody or upsetting. I felt
2: like I was going to get taken, but it was a pig, not his daughter. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's uh, what so, I felt. So, it yeah. was so, so it John Wick.
0: The movie didn't... Yeah,
2: John Wick and the
0: pig. It's not the trailer. <laughs> I mean, it's not the movie's fault, but the movie didn't end up being a really sinister, dark, upsetting movie. It's kind of just a depressing. It was maybe guy. like uh, tonally a little bit on the dour side, mm-hmm. but there was nothing really that super upsetting in it and that kind of threw me off i kept waiting for it to descend a level and it didn't that disappointed me some but there's a scene where Nicolas cage delivers a monologue um that ba- where he basically summarizes the premise that patrick also summarized really well and he has that whole line about like we, we aren't given a lot of things to really care about and he's talking about the them I mean, he's talking to these aspiring chefs in this restaurant mm-hmm. to me that's that scene alone elevated it up like a whole nother kick or a whole nother star where I was like oh okay that's that's actually a pretty sophisticated premise. this movie makes a lot more sense to me no. yeah, I just it's i love that man okay I,
1: I don't I don't care I haven't seen it I don't care great.
0: Wow, jeez. Well, I think you should care a little bit. It's my favorite. Did you know movie it was either.
3: filmed in Portland? Uh, yeah, you want to hear something that'll make Portland you hate these guys? It filmed
0: on Fecal Beach. It'll make you hate this horrible place's guts. Uh, Bethany told us that a friend of hers drugged her to see the movie because you know she's uh, uh, really hostile to Nicolas Cage, and I she really wanted like, her to be here to hear that. <laughs> she said it was really hard to watch because everyone in the theater in Portland kept shouting out. The locations when they saw them, yeah. like Star Wars fans, too. Like,
1: oh, that's the street.
0: And I was yeah, like, this makes I, me hate people. I heard about
1: hand. when he was in town, someone we know, like, served him at some restaurant, like, waited on him, and apparently he's a terrible person.
0: No, that's not true. No, that's I don't believe
1: true. it. Really rude and nope. horrible.
0: I think that that person is the actual rude. Yeah, maybe he person. was staying yeah. in character. Oh well, character, sure. Method. He was method. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: yeah if any of my interactions with any serving service industry people in portland is anything to go on that person would yeah, probably Yeah. We, we don't
0: believe this person. Yeah. We believe Nick.
2: No, excited about that new mm. Nick Cage movie? We stand with Nick. We stand with Nick. Yeah, that looks great. It looks so funny.
0: All right, Tyler. The one where <laughs> Nick <laughs> <The> Cage
2: <laughs> is Nick Cage. Yeah, man. What
0: the heck is going to be your favorite?
1: All right. Number so, one my number one is kind of a
0: the Dig again. You're not going to surprise us like Patrick did with I'm,
1: Pig. I think I will surprise you. Okay. It's, oh. It surprised me. Not I, surprised. I put it on I put it on, on a whim like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to watch this and I put it on. It's it's a movie starring uh, Casey Affleck and uh, I said Affleck. We're Casey Affleck and um, Affleck <laughs> and Dakota Johnson yeah. and uh, Jason Siegel that Apparently it was first debuted in 2019, but didn't finally get a real release until this year, called Our Friend. I saw the trailer for that. It looks like such a dumb movie based on the poster and trailer, <laughs> like some <laughs> stupid comedy. But... Our Friend. But, yeah, so here's the here's the. Backstory. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do recognize this. The film had its world premiere under its original title, The Friend, at the 2019 Toronto International Film Festival mm-hmm. on September 6, 2019, and was released on January 22, 2021 under its new title, Our Friend. And it looks like it's probably some dumb comedies with jason siegel and it's like oh it's probably some stupid whatever you usually expect from this cast of characters it turns out it is a deeply deeply heartbreaking and heartfelt uh, story about tragedy and loss and and friendship i I don't i don't know i don't want to spoil it because it's it's really really profound and beautiful and horrible, uh, but there's like certain moments in it that they like. They have this like deep conviction to this ugly '90s aesthetic, but they want to capture the moments for what they were and the time and place that they existed, with like some sort of like uh, like conviction for honesty, and it really, really works so well. I was going in expecting, because I'm comedy, and it b- broke my heart, what the story <laughs> they told. The trailer I saw, I cannot believe it is a good movie. Did you and, cry? And no, I didn't cry. But there's this moment at the very, very end where Casey Affleck is saying goodbye to Jason Segel that is so beautiful. That I I admire so much about this film that apparently it's my number one for the year. Apparently. <laughs> like you, didn't, like you Is had no it, choice. What's From it on? the director of Blackfish?
3: Wow. <laughs>
2: Jeez. What the documentary about the killer whale?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Tillicum documentary. Yep. I don't know what it's on. I think we watched it on Prime. Okay. I I recommend I feel watching convinced. it. Maybe it was just the particular night I watched it. Maybe it's grown on me. Maybe it's the sticky factor. But there's something about it that I really admire. And when I was sorting my list, it just kept rising to the top. So it's my number one for the year. I think I see a still of Bryce Dallas Howard. I don't in, remember. It. It.
0: Okay.
1: Or is it Jessica Chastain?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. well, it could be.
1: Uh, so I recommend it to our listeners and to you here in the room. My friend, our friend, my friend, our friend, the friend, the friend, Jason Siegel the friend zone, Casey Affleck, Dakota Johnson. Uh don't. There's no one else of note. There's no Howard. Yes, there or is. Chastain's.
0: Is Bryce Dallas Howard is in
1: it?
3: Is Dakota Johnson uh, herself? You know how she's like always. Her.
0: She was a real person in a Peanut Butter movie.
2: Twilight? Oh, wait. That's not Dakota Johnson. That's <laughs> the other one. That's Dakota Fanning.
0: Yeah, she was great. Peanut Butter Falcon. Bryce she was Dallas so Howard great in Peanut in this Butter this movie. Falcon. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I think I, it, she's in the IM, all the IMDB pic, pictures of the premiere. I don't know why. She's not in the movie, though. I, I, I believe you. But, but here she is. But rumor is she was at the premiere. Maybe she has That some could kind very well uh, be, but she's not. Is she
3: married to her? The movie. Is she married to the director?
0: that I can't say. I don't know.
1: Hmm. It's I good. I think all of you should watch it and let me know what you think.
2: Okay.
3: I will.
1: Great. I think you'd like it, Abby.
3: I will like it.
1: Just go in n- not expecting a comedy. Okay. Drama. Hard drama. Hard hard d. <laughs> 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 oh, wow, it's getting later. Pivot
0: right to Matt for his number one movie of 2021.
2: Uh it's the Green Knight.
0: Whoa, look out. Okay, now you can p- yeah, I can disagree with the things I said.
2: I with the opening frame, I was like, Okay, I already like this. I can tell within the first two minutes I was like, Oh, I'm gonna love this. And then like I went in one David Lowry's fantastic. Two, Dev Patel's amazing. Three, Alicia Vikander, also very good. Ex Love Machina, her. phenomenal.
0: I like that dude from uh, Angela's Ashes and 28 Weeks Later that is the Tree Man.
2: Yes. Yeah. He's
0: got that voice.
2: Yes. And from The Witch. He's the dad in The Witch,
0: in The Vivitch. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Not the guy from 28 Weeks Later. But yes, the, the dad yeah. from The Witch, and yeah. he has a small role in Ready Player One. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's, he was great. He he Alicia was was Vikander's great. great. She's so fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I'm familiar with the story. And so went in both excited to see like a treasured childhood thing be made into a cool movie and that cast and director. um, And then they did stuff with it that I wasn't expecting. And they changed certain aspects of it, like the gift that he's given is different and then I thought the ending was really beautiful and I thought it had a phenomenal message and I thought it looked just really stunning throughout and I love the idea of places that look kind of normal albeit like beautiful being so close to like Fantastical and the Demi Monde and Fairyland and stuff. I think that's a really beautiful thing that England has that I miss. And so, um, yeah, I just, every I loved it, bought it. I don't buy many movies anymore because we live in a digital world, but I was like, man, I need to own that one. So I purchased it as soon as I could.
1: That's actually a great compliment to a film when you watch it and you think, I need to own this.
2: Yeah. Because I don't want to be dependent on some kind of digital overlord Mm -hmm. to deny me or allow me access to art.
1: You want to give it a place in your home on your shelf because you appreciate it Yeah,
2: I think it's so great. It deserves physical space in my house.
1: Mm -hmm. That's that's a compliment. That's high praise.
2: Yeah.
0: Green Knight. Yeah. I agree that it should be watched. Recommended. Official recommendation
2: from you. I haven't days. seen it. I'll have to watch it. So you can borrow my blue. too
0: busy watching The Big.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I saw Abby. The Big. Had time for The Green Nut. What was your. Fa- <laughs> yeah, what's your excuse? <laughs> Abby, what was your favorite movie of 2021?
3: Uh, I Have Dune.
0: I had a girl. Wow. I Have Dune. <laughs> Dune have
1: I. You own it? She's got a crush understand. on Zendaya.
3: No, I don't. I just. <laughs> I Mm -hmm. thought it was... Well, Well,
1: don't dismiss it that quickly. No, she just doesn't.
3: Consider it. I like her as a person. Mm. You've never met her.
0: Yeah, we don't know her as a person.
3: Yeah, I thought it was um, all the things really good. Casting. It looked great. Sets. Cinematography. (laughs)
1: I'll tell this uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's listing departments on a movie set.
3: director yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a testament to <laughs> the
0: Ab- that actually Ab- Abby actually did like this movie is that it is very long uh, way over two hours and uh, she enjoyed it usually uh, when she hears the runtime exceeds 90 minutes she already starts complaining I'll be like you want to watch this movie with me how long is it I'm like oh my god Probably two hours. That's pretty normal. Two hours. I think that's a valid
2: complaint. That is a long time. Yeah. This is
0: two hours plus. But then
1: then she'll watch three episodes of some drama series. Oh, of course. Yeah. Let's watch three episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Well, that's actually longer than two hours.
3: Okay. I do not watch Grey's Anatomy
1: anymore. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I I quit
3: it like season four or six or something.
1: (laughs) 19. 12.
0: Yeah. 30. (laughs) No, I feel like. That junk is still on, I think.
3: Yeah, it is. This still movie going. deserved its length. I don't think it could have been shorter. Um, And I didn't think it was boring. I liked the Zendaya flash forwards. Mm. I really had no complaints.
0: I liked the first three or four, and then the second seven were a little less exciting. <laughs> <laughs> there she is, still glittering.
3: However, still, not as good as a Arrival. Still yellow. But still very You hear funny.
0: that, Tyler? Huh? Say it again.
3: Not as as good a, as Arrival. I agree. But s- what? still good. <laughs> What's wrong with
1: you? Arrival's oh amazing. God. I had so much respect for you in your list tonight, but then you had to go and say something like that. That is so stupid. What? Save it for what? the best of Villeneuve I think it's podcast. his number one. Arrival Whoa. is his worst. No. Oh, my gosh. Arrival is by far his worst. That is
2: a stupid statement.
1: Arrival is a stupid movie. A, oh, this 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 is is animal. Animal.
3: I think you need to see it again
1: No, I, I'm i good You're just talking about how he's better
0: than Spielberg But he has a stupid movie and his short catalog oh, is better than War kids. Horse you wanna, that's <laughs> 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 To be fair, I haven't seen War Horse <laughs>
2: <laughs> And I
3: loved
0: Arrival uh, Arrival's
2: better than Adventures of Tintin <laughs>
1: No, I don't know what Tintin was
3: great
2: yeah, Tintin was, okay. was a good time But okay. Arrival's okay. better Did than Did
3: you Tintin. see West Side Story?
1: From Spielberg? No, no one saw that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. true. That's true. My mom did. Well, good for her.
3: Yeah.
0: Well,
1: she, she can be on the podcast next.
0: My favorite movie of 2021 was easily and unashamedly Godzilla versus Kong.
1: Yeah, yeah. Totally. As it should be.
3: And who won?
0: Who won that fight? Uh, Godzilla easily won. Uh, this here's the anecdote of you know I say all the obvious stuff about why I like Godzilla movies. But we on the way to the theater, I articulated to Patrick and Peter Nikiforov, who's sometimes on the show. Hashtag Peter is the worst. This is a movie I've been waiting to see for a long time, and it got delayed like a lot of movies. and you know, I, I really like these movies. And I said, I got a wish list. This is what I want to see happen in this movie, and it pro- none of them will probably happen. But if it was up to me, I said, I want to see them fight in broad daylight. That doesn't usually happen in the new big CG movies. They love to put them in the dark and snow and rain. I want to see him fight in broad daylight with no particle effects. Two, I want Godzilla to win. And three, I want there to be a surprise monster and all of them fight together. And then every one of those things happened in that movie. It was like Santa Claus was listening to you. It really was, man. I was smiling, grinning ear to ear. And I appreciated that this particular of all the MonsterVerse movies. It's just, you know, like Tyler says, like that first Godzilla movie, 2014 Godzilla, is like a real movie takes itself seriously but then you know that's done with now it's time to introduce bananas ideas and go completely crazy and this movie you know king of the monsters (laughs) was still trying to do some seriousness and that's the part that didn't work in that movie
2: right like we got to save the environment. yeah all the people like, stuff is too serious nah, and didn't work. But this here. movie
0: was just like ah forget it. Let's just watch them roll around in Hong Kong.
3: There's a hole and they're going to be in the middle of the earth and come up straight through. <laughs> so Kong where Kong. he's at. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Somehow <laughs> gravity doesn't work in the hole until it needs to. And also this guy's sitting in a skull chair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> the, the score is amazing. The this one is really really satisfying. I want to see bad it. Part. No, don't say that. It's just not, not true. Godzilla. She, he doesn't laugh. She he thinks laughs. he laughs. He Godzilla? Godinilla?
3: Yeah, there's a part. You can look it up on YouTube.
0: He doesn't laugh. He kind of smiles, which is he like fun. I
3: think it's when he knocks Kong down or something. He kind of goes like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good for him? You look it up. You'll definitely see it. <laughs> oh, someone, that
3: movie's so stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> someone listening to this Oh, is, that movie's so stupid. Nah. Abby's convinced <laughs> me. Wow. <laughs> because of the loud, laugh?
2: <laughs> the dig
0: yeah, you had delightful
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright before we end uh, we're going to end up doing this episode again next year and let's preface that by saying what movie are you most excited to see in 2022 quickly Patrick our listeners have stuck with us this long what are right. you most anticipating in 2022 so far I, I am very excited for Jackass coming out soon <laughs> but my most anticipated is the batman it'll either be really high on the list or the most disappointing one for <laughs> that's, sure. yep that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah matt reeves director of uh dawn of the planet apes and war for the planet of the apes if it's anywhere near the caliber of those movies then it could possibly be the best batman movie yep so going for what are you most excited to see in 2022
1: Oh man, what am I not excited for in 2022? Sonic (laughs) 2. Just immediately.
0: (laughs) <laughs> you don't know. He's looking at us while he's trying to figure it out.
1: I have no idea what's coming in <laughs> 2022. Well, I'm really looking forward to that um, Channing Tatum movie with the dog called Dog. No, you're not.
3: <laughs> no,
1: okay. you're not. All right. Well, then let's hear I,
0: your review when you. I'm.
1: Finish. I'm gonna get my stubs list. <laughs> no. A list ticket right now. I want. Uh, a, I want. I want Screen King for Channing Tatum and the Dog. Yep. Opening night. I can't
0: describe how infuriating that trailer is. Is it to called me. the dog? No, dog.
3: It's, <laughs> it's just dog.
1: No, you and me. It's called Channing Tatum and the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I should.
0: It should be. I hate that trailer because one, the movie looks absolutely—he turns just it into a dog, a god-forsaken <laughs> pile of crap. But two, <laughs> do you know that Channing Tatum directs it? No, he didn't. Yes, he. Did. Oh my gosh. that's so disappointing. No, he didn't. Are you being serious?
4: Yes. I,
1: no, he's
0: not. He I'm looking it up. It. Looking it up. No, yeah. I can't tell from <laughs> his laughter.
1: I, I love that your refusal to believe it. I don't think yeah, it it's makes true. it even better. Channing directed Channing Tatum presents. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Channing
3: Tatum. Oh, wow. And
2: Channing Tatum joined.
3: Channing Tatum presents Channing Tatum
2: and the dog.
0: It's not
3: called Channing Tatum and the Dog, is it?
0: (laughs) No, it's just called Dog. It's called Dog. Directed by Reed Carolyn and And Channing Channing Tatum. Tatum. It took two (laughs) people. It took
3: two people. He can't do it on his own. It's like a police dog movie?
0: It's like one of those like driving in the rain comedies. Like, a the dog art movie. of racing
1: in the
3: rain. Whatever. He's an army oh, I
0: watched
2: that's that. Trying to get to a
0: funeral. Oh, man. The trailer is, is like made for TV movie bad. But then in the theater, it, like the trailer has a lot of those like dog people jokes where it's like, oh, he thinks he's people or whatever dog people say. And the people in the theater start going oh, 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 over this dog. I'm like, oh, God. Everybody,
1: shut up! This looks so bad. People love dog movies;
3: they love them.
1: I love them. I was there for the the Dennis Quaid one.
3: <laughs> you weren't. I watched He's that. He's lying. I watched that on the airplane. By He's Airbud, lying.
1: you're in there for the <laughs> Airbud, Air Buddies,
0: Santa Buddies. What
3: was the Dennis Quaid one? <laughs>
0: uh, All right, Tyler, you got a minute to come up with your real thing. Matt, what's your
2: most anticipated movie?
0: The Northman by Robert Eggers. Uh, Is that his follow-up to The Lighthouse?
2: Yeah, it's his next movie. It's about um, this is Viking times, which yeah. I think are cool times. And it's Eggers, and it's he co-wrote it with like an Icelandic poet. So you know he's always all about like this is how they really spoke. This know, he is like so he much his history, research, man. which I think is great. And let's be honest, both The Witch and The Lighthouse are fantastic. So I expect this one to be equally rad. Yeah. Yeah, and I love a revenge two for two story. On cool movies. Good revenge story with swords. Yeah, yeah.
0: Abby, are you anticipating anything in 2022
3: yet? Uh, yeah, I'm excited for the Batman also,
0: yeah, based here, on the trailer. Well, uh, The trailer played in a movie, and I, I haven't seen it. I put my head down and played my headphones. And then the moment it was over, I put my head back up, and Peter was next to me with a look of awe on his face. And he said, and I quote, Whoa, that's going to be better than The Dark Knight. I was
2: like, God, dog, from the trailer? Mate.
0: Yeah, it looks good. It's and then Abby said the same thing. She's like,
2: oh, man, that thing looks amazing. It's <laughs> going to rip. Yeah, it's,
3: it's going to be better than The Dark Knight, wow. me thinks.
0: It's high praise. I believe in Matt Reeves. He's an amazing genre filmmaker. Uh, and speaking of genre films, I'm most excited for Jurassic World Dominion. The conclusion to the Jurassic World trilogy, in which Colin Trevorrow returns to the director's chair,
3: Yep, uh, those can he do it dinosaurs again? Dinosaurs are going to be out uh-huh. and
0: about. He made a great movie in Jurassic World. Can I, he do that? I do uh, like the human characters in those movies. Agreed. I, I know that a lot of people are um uh at least iffy if not kind of closed-minded on the whole the dinosaurs are loose idea. But I feel like at this point what story is left to tell other than getting weird with it? At least a little bit
2: weird. Agreed. And it doesn't have to be Jurassic Park 2 San Diego situation again. It doesn't right. have to be that T Rex with the impossible bitten arm. <laughs> like it can be, yep. it can be more fun.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm excited. I think that it's a promising Jeff idea. Jeff Golds is back, and Sam Neill and Laura Dern. Yeah, come on now. If nothing else, that'll be exciting to yep. see those guys it's together on the screen. It's no way home all over again. You know, that's true. Yeah, right. And that would be my dream is if it sticks. The like Chris Pratt, he's got to promote the movie, so of course. But he compared it in the press to and he's in the movie so in both movies to an in-game type thing for the Jurassic Park franchise where he says it's like that you know like bringing everything together in a really satisfying conclusion I said that
2: would be ideal I hope that you do that Chris Pratt before you go on to voice Mario yes yep
0: Tyler did you come Tyler, up with you something Google to end this yet? podcast he's still scrolling yeah I'm scrolling Just I'm excited for the Spider-Verse the
1: unbearable weight of massive talent
2: yeah that's gonna be funny be fun. That What's that? And that's that. That's the Nick. That's Nick Cage one, oh, where he gets hired mm. to be Nick Cage.
0: Do you think that'll be better or worse than Pig?
2: Uh, I think it'll be better. Yeah. Even though
0: you didn't see Pig, it'll be better. What were your? top 10 favorite movies of 2021 let us know by leaving a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com you can also tell us what you liked and didn't like by getting in touch with us on social media at youhatemovies and if you really want to connect with the people and the spirit of youhatemovies in a meaningful way you can go to patreon.com slash youhatemovies where for the price of a cup of coffee every month you can get bonus episodes every single month